is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. You can actually create the content of the website. All you have to do is drop on by and submit show prep to it. So when you find something online that you think is interesting, you can submit it as show prep. Other listeners will then be able to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is you've suggested, and the most liked make it to the front page in the top of the site. Once again, you can head over to freetalklive.com to get interactive on that. Uh, and there are other ways to get interactive there, and we'll tell you about that as the show goes on here tonight. Of course, it's the live Saturday edition, and with you here in the studio, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, we're going to go to what is a pretty big piece of news. Because when, uh, when most of us are, are growing up in this country, going to typically government schools, we're told a story about the way the government works. Kids... There's three branches to government. There's the judicial branch, the executive branch, and the legislative branch. And they we've got checks and balances. Remember this story? I remember the story. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good story, right? Like, I'm a little jaded on the story now, but yeah. But it's a good story. You know, the idea being that these branches, they all hate one another, and they are going to check one another to make sure they're following the Constitution. Kids, this is how why our government is the best in the world. Pretty much that's how it goes. I think that's the story, yeah. So, anybody that pays attention should know by now that that's a bunch of crap. The whole thing is a big joke. Right. I mean, government grows. and Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> I mean, it's not growing. If there are checks and balances, then they're failing. Absolutely. I mean, if the, if the checks and balances were supposed to keep government small, then they haven't done a very good job. Well, okay, since government is an organization that imposes its will upon people, I mean, that's what it does. It governs. That's exactly what that means. Therefore, those checks and balances must be intended to prevent it from going too far in imposing its will upon people. Those are just people. I mean, the government isn't really an entity. It's right, just it doesn't a bunch have of, a will. It's just a bunch of people that claim to be doing these things or whatever uh, you know we we have the we have the flag on our side fuck kids and so i mean all these checks and balances are intended to check and balance people putting you know putting their will on other people but what happens when one of these agencies or one of these branches rather completely ignores whatever the other check was supposed to be so for instance there's news here from huffingtonpost.com about how on wednesday a federal judge Catherine Forrest found that the law that makes it so that people can be held indefinitely without trial by the military, that that law violates uh, the right to free speech and due process. Thank God. So that's great, right? Like, hey, look, finally, we got a check. Finally, somebody in another branch of government. Once in a while, this will happen where somebody in another branch of government will put a check on the other branch. So, for instance, last night we were talking about how the Department of Justice came down and they said, uh, although I guess is the Department of Justice... Is that the judicial branch, or is that actually the executive branch? Sounds judicial. It does sound judicial. Anyway, they came down with a a notice. Ignorance of the law, my friend, is no excuse. They came down with a notice for the the Baltimore Police Department saying, hey, you guys can't just be arresting people for uh, videoing your cops. You can't do that. But what happens if the Baltimore Police Department says, oh, yeah? Well, F you. And they go ahead and they keep doing it anyway. There's a really uh, you know, a historical sit- situation where Andrew Jackson, I believe it was uh, had to do with the trails, a trail of tears with the, the Cherokee, um, basically told the Supreme Court that 
Well, yeah, that's great. The Supreme Court made a ruling. Let them go and enforce it. Great. Yeah. Because as, the, the, as the executive, branch, the branch that is not supposed to make decisions, it is supposed to do enforce. as they're told. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you've got uh, in, in, now in this case, I just give you one example within the last you know, several days. But here's another example, again, according to the Huffington Post, where this judge found that uh, the, the law that allows people to be held indefinitely without trial by the military uh, is a clear violation of the constitutional rights to free speech and due process. The House, the legislative branch, then defended that unconstitutional law by voting 238 to 182 against an amendment to guarantee civilian trials for any terrorism suspect arrested in the United States. So for a civilian arrested in the United States, no civilian trial. That's correct. I don't even know how they can, I I mean, you know, this is so foundational, the idea of habeas corpus, the idea of uh, getting a fair trial. I just, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I think it's clear there are no foundations anymore. If there, if there are, I mean, if these people aren't wearing the uniform of a foreign entity, then, I I mean, I think even spies get, uh, we're, we're getting civilian trials. According to the story here, the measure sponsored by Reps Adam Smith and Justin Amash, a Democrat and Republican respectively, have been backed by a mix of conservatives, moderates, and liberals who argued that letting the president decide to detain anyone, including Americans, deemed to be a terrorist, was granting the executive branch too much power. No, oh, yeah. I mean, this is, you're, going, you're going way back before the Constitution of the United States, back to, to star chambers and that sort of thing in the uh, you know, post-Magna Carta era. They also argued that with more than 400 terrorists having been tried and convicted in civilian courts, while dozens of plots were prevented, the law was unnecessary, they said. The president right now has the authority to go outside normal due process. Well, these dozens of plots that they're talking about are ginned up. Well, they're they're sort of arguable. I mean, if you have – if the FBI – Gives somebody a bomb, works up a plan with that person, um, you know, pays, the, gives them some money, does, gives them all the things that they would need. Because I don't know about you, I wouldn't know where to go get some TNT. I just don't know where to get it. I, I mean, if I start asking around, I'm going to be in jail before I ever get TNT. Mm. So they give them the bomb. They they come up with the plan. In a lot of cases, they kind of cut off their avenues and make it so these people, you know, at least in one case where we've read the story, the guy had a job that he was going to go do in, an, in another state, and the FBI got the job quashed so he couldn't go off and do something else. They wanted him to commit the act of terrorism. Right. They wanted him to be frustrated. They wanted him to be angry. Right, they wanted sure. him to focus on killing. And so, at, but at what you're point, pointing out is that the, a lot of these terrorist plots are created by the federal government. But that's an aside. The point being here, there's this group of people that are looking to, in the uh, federal government who are looking to restore this, uh, this idea that, hey, you should should be subject to a trial if you get arrested for uh, being yeah. a terrorism suspect. Let's face an accuser here. Let's bring out some evidence. Right. You know, that there's that pesky constitution which still has the Fifth and Sixth Amendments, which does, you know, address some of these court issues where you supposedly have a right to face your accuser in a public trial. And uh, it's all gone here. The president right now, according to one of these uh, reps, has the authority to go outside normal due process, constitutionally protected rights that are part of a court trial, and lock somebody up indefinitely or place them in military custody here in the United States. That's an extraordinary amount of power to give the executive branch over individual freedom and liberty. I don't think it's necessary to help keep us safe. One Tea Party freshman, Morgan Griffiths of uh, Virginia, took to the floor to note the judge's verdict, the judge that over supposedly overturned this law that allows this stuff 
he notes the judge's verdict and cited a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote to James Madison arguing for the Bill of Rights. Jefferson insisted that such liberty should be spelled out, not left to inference. A key reason that Forrest found the law unconstitutional was its vagueness and lack of definitions. I got to say, I think the Bill of Rights, uh, you know, I mean, real failures when it comes down to securing these rights. I guess, you know, writing down, um, you know, the, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed didn't work to prevent 20,000 gun laws in this country. So what did the people... I mean, who, if these laws aren't infringements, what are they? What did the people who, uh, who support the idea of indefinite detentions and getting rid of trials for suspected terrorists say? Well, one of them said the, the following. What that means is as soon as a member of al-Qaeda sets foot on American soil, the first thing he hears after you're under arrest is you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to provide an attorney. If you can't afford one, one will be provided for you. There may be differences about how we treat illegal aliens who come here as members of al-Qaeda to conduct terrorist attacks, but I think the vast majority of people in this body and around the country do not think telling them they have a right to remain silent as the first thing they hear is a wise thing the article goes on to say that they how argued, do we know this person's al-qaeda they go on to say that uh, they argue that mandating regular trials would tie the president's hands and give terrorists special rights if we have habeas corpus the terrorists win that's what they're saying 855-450 free the terrorists won do you because you don't have habeas corpus because you don't have all kinds of things all kinds of freedoms But uh, do you support this? Do you support the idea of indefinite detentions for people that are suspected of terrorism? 1-855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. Bardo Fest is a camping gathering at Bardo Farm, an off-the-grid, eco-friendly farm in Croydon, New Hampshire. Attendees will enjoy live music performances, sustainability workshops, comedy, firearms education, terrific farm-raised food, vendors, and camping under the stars. Treat yourself and relax at Bardo Fest, May 25th through the 28th. A full festival pass, including camping, is just $50. Go to bardoproject.com. B-A-R-D-O project.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. How do you feel about indefinite detention? You somebody that supports that idea? The idea that if you're just suspected of terrorist activity, the government can come take you and put you in some sort of a military brig and you'll never see the light of day again unless they decide to let you loose for some reason. They don't have to give you any kind of public trial. They can just hold on to you forever until they decide to have whatever sort of military tribunal trial that they end up wanting to have if they ever do. How does that make you feel? 855-450-FREE because a judge recently said it was highly unconstitutional and overturned that, but then they just went ahead and passed themselves an amendment to some some bill, some piece of legislation that, that reinitializes it. I mean, the, the, the legislature just doesn't care what they the got to shut says. it down again. The judge has to shut it down again. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess it would have to be challenged and gone through the system again. Do you it's like, crazy. Do you like gourmet <laughs> coffee? Do you want gourmet coffee at a great price? How about delivered to your door at no, with no shipping? You can get a free mug, too. O'Neill Coffee. Uh, by the way, I've, I've uh, had s- several different batches of O'Neill Coffee, and it's all really great. I mean, when they say gourmet coffee, they're not just using that term. This is some of that fresh roasted coffee with the finest beans. They make each batch um, with the utmost care. 
They've done it for, well, they've got more than 40 different varieties. It's a third generation business and it's uh, been in the family the whole time. They've got uh, gourmet and fl- uh, flavored varieties and you can get whatever flavor you want. They've got, uh, you know, these uh, 12 ounce packages. And if you order $75 or more, you get a free mug. You can support great coffee craftsmanship at coffee.freetalklive.com. It, it's really great coffee, and it's well worth it, and you get free shipping. It's coffee.freetalklive.com. Something else you can do over at our website is sign up for our news updates and keep in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there. That's news.freetalklive.com. The, no, uh, the news story here we're discussing is coming from the Huffington Post, where they point out that there's uh, a, this law that federal judge Catherine Forrest has ruled as unconstitutional, uh, she said that it's a violation of free speech and due process. It's this this law that it basically allows them to just put you in a cage if you if you are so called suspected of terrorism. They don't right. have to prove anything. The uh, the, the representative here uh, on the floor, the Republican, and you know, not that it matters makes makes the least bit of difference to me, uh, says that well, you know, we don't want members of Al Qaeda having Miranda rights, do we? But how do you know if somebody's a member of Al Qaeda? I mean, can't I just accuse him of being a member of Al Qaeda? Upon what is this based? I mean, well, if there's no trial, if there's no trial, then there's no, then you're not a member of Al Qaeda. Frankly, I don't think that members of Al Qaeda call themselves Al Qaeda, from what I can understand either. I think that that's a CIA term that they uh, came up with them for the Mujahideen back in the the late '80s when they were arming them against the Soviet Union. By the way, the law we're talking about is the National Defense Authorization Act, which was discussed. Uh, on this program and elsewhere last year's when it was enacted. And so this judge overturned it, but that doesn't matter. According to Huffington Post, after this judge overturns it, there's an amendment uh, to guarantee, excuse me, okay, so there was an amendment to guarantee civilian trials for any terrorism suspect arrested in the United States. And that was defeated. This amendment was pr- uh, proposed. It was defeated soundly, 238 to uh, to 182. At least there were 182 votes in favor of it, but it, it wasn't good enough. And the people that support and this, this is on U.S. soil. We're not talking about these snatch and grabs that go on in foreign countries. That's right. We're talking about for American so-called citizens and anybody that is uh, is picked up here as a so-called suspected terrorist. According to the people that support the idea of indefinite detention, the people that support the idea of no trial until we damn well feel like it, and it'll probably be a military tribunal and star chamber, so no one will be able to come in and see it, or no one will be able to interview you or have any kind of public coverage. The people that support this kind of tyranny... Also, using the term terrorist is, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's obviously political grandstanding. I mean, an armed robber uses terror in order to get what they want. When so they does pull, the government. Well, yeah, I mean, indeed. I mean, uh, most people, many people pay their taxes for fear of the repercussions. I don't know how one can define that as anything other than terrorism, but the same with an armed robber. I mean, they pull out a gun, they point it at you, say, give me your wallet. I mean, exactly what do you think that they're relying on in order to get you to give the wallet? Happiness? Representative Tom Rooney from Florida said the amendment treats terrorists like common burglars and offered his own amendment to only hold trials in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Guess what happened with that amendment? Um, did It, uh, the it same- passed. Oh, God. So taking people out of the country, as long as they've been called a terrorist by the executive branch, right. the branch making the accusation, the branch that when it makes the accusation faces no repercussions, there is no accountability for its actions. I mean, when a prosecutor loses a case, he doesn't go to jail. Nope. 
I mean, most cases are won by the prosecution. It would be a better than even bet, but he doesn't lose and go to jail like the defendant does. So, I mean, this is this is nuts. This is <laughs> everything that we thought America was crumbling down around our ears within 10 years after 9-11. Another counterproposal sponsored by uh, Representative Gomert uh, from Texas suggested granting court hearings only to people who are legally in the United States. Amash, the original uh, person who supported the, the or the, the original person who wants to grant trials to everybody, argued that the Constitution actually expressly says all persons are entitled to its protections, not just citizens or legal residents. Which I think is such an important point uh, about the you know the Constitution is that it's supposed to outline rights for all human beings. It's supposed to outline a set of rights that are to be respected by the people calling themselves government, regardless of the political status of the individual to whom they are dealing with, or with whom they are dealing. That's the concept, is that it doesn't matter if it's somebody who's over in some uh, you know, plot of land halfway across the world who's come here to, to work or to you know, raise a family or whatever. It doesn't matter who that person is, what their circumstance. They should be subject to the same due process. They should be subject to the same rights and have all those same protections as anybody who was born here and, and raised here. I mean, people are people, right? That's the idea. That's what I believe. That's what you believe. But apparently, a lot of people don't think so. A lot of people believe other people who are born somewhere else are scum of the earth or subhuman somehow. They don't deserve the same rights as everybody else who had just because of the virtue of where they were pushed out of their mother's womb. Are you kidding me? What I think is sad about this is the the utter despicable lack of knowledge surrounding the Constitution that's had by the elected officials to, to, to get into power. I mean, the idea that these people are somehow our betters or our superiors is laughable. I mean, what they are is the kind of political creature that is able to get elected. And that, frankly, is not the kind of person that I want passing laws in this country. Amash says, I sometimes hear this strange argument that the Constitution applies only to citizens, not persons. If you read the 5th and 14th Amendments, it applies... But they haven't! Right. Most of them haven't. Well, they've sworn an oath to it. If they've read them, they read them back in college or something. James Madison said the Constitution applies to persons, and logic dictates the Constitution applies to persons, in that he noted the government is no more allowed to tell non-citizens to worship a state religion or house troops than it is to, to, to tell citizens. He points out that that's ridiculous. Of course, most people disagree with him, and they're going to go ahead and make it so that everybody... Uh, who's suspected of terrorism, can be rounded up, can be kept in some sort of prison, some secret military prison, subjected to secret military tribunal, maybe even happening down in Guantanamo Bay now, according to this other amendment, presuming, I guess, this has to go through the Senate as well. But 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number if you support indefinite detention. Really want to hear from you. 1-855-450-3733. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here tonight for you, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website, 
over at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. The features there, by the way, include listening options. We have broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of this show. You can listen around the clock anytime you want. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, you can get a list of the over 100 great radio stations that carry the show throughout the week at various different times and the weekend as well uh, because we're seven nights a week doing this thing. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, learn about our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, the free-to-air KU band channel. We also have our webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live into your ears. Get the details at listen.freetalklive.com. If you're an outdoors enthusiast, or frankly, and deciding that this spring you're going to be an outdoor enthusiast, you need to be able to get some of the gear that uh, that goes with the, the trade there. Um, you can get camping, hunting or shooting gear, all the best name brands at some of the best rates you're going to be able to find the internet. I mean, this really is true. All you have to do is go do a little comparison shopping at manventureoutpost.com. They've got all kinds of product categories, knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, archery, uh, you know, crossbows, whatever it is you need, they've got it at manventureoutpost.com. They're family-owned and members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. Some prices are so low, we can't even mention them on the air. I mean, that the manufacturers won't allow them to be advertised because uh, they get such good deals. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live over at manventureoutpost.com. Coupon code FTL, manventureoutpost.com. Disturbing news out of the federal government, but not really surprising news, at least if you've been paying attention to the way things tend to go there uh, these days. And when I say these days, I mean my whole adult life. These guys have been just just layering on tyranny after tyranny after tyranny. It's not you can't point to Barack Obama and say it's all his fault. He's just continuing on the same path that his predecessors uh, have set this country upon. And the, it's just it just keeps getting worse. You've got a federal judge who has made a decision here. This, uh, according to the lady's name, is Judge Catherine Forrest. Federal judge found that the National Defense Authorization Act violates the right to free speech and due process. In that, it says that the federal government can snatch you up, or your loved ones, or your neighbors, or your coworkers, snatch up whoever they want to. All they have to do is say that they're, they're suspecting them of terrorism, and then they can just keep them forever in indefinite detention wherever they want, and there's no due process, there's no trial that will be public, it's all just down the drain. All of those rights that you thought you had, all they have to do is label you a suspected terrorist, and it's all done. You know, and I think people aren't worried about this because they don't think it's going to affect It can't them. happen here. Well, it, it absolutely can happen here, but they don't think it can happen to, to them. them. They think that, well, you know, this is just for the the, the, middle, the Middle Eastern looking people mm-hmm. or this is for the the, 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 the the domestic terrorists or whatever. I'm not exactly sure what they're thinking in their mind, but it's whatever the first person who's going to get picked up by this crap is thinking too. So, But it doesn't matter what that judge said. Even though the judge said that this National Defense Authorization Act law is completely unconstitutional, it violates free speech and due process, the House of Representatives went ahead and voted against an amendment that would back up what the judge said. The amendment would have guaranteed civilian trials for any terrorism suspect arrested in the United States. Instead, they voted that down and voted up an amendment that said that all trials for terrorism suspects should happen in Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) It's crazy. Now, according to uh, this piece here over at Huffington Post, 
uh, one of the, uh, I guess, authors of the amendment said that uh, he found it absurd, the idea that there's, these amendments somehow help terrorists, the one that would give them a public trial, uh, the accused. Uh, the accused. He said, hands down, the yeah, dumbest— It amazes me that, uh, that, I mean, a public trial, it's more than 60 percent— of felony trials result in a guilty uh, verdict. So the oh, idea. Oh, they're stacked big time. Yeah. I mean, the idea that, and remember, that fewer than 1% actually make it to trial. So a person that's taking it to trial, it would seem to me statistically believes that they're innocent. If fewer than 1% make it to trial, and then, uh, you know, beyond that, more than 60% of them get found guilty at trial the idea the, i mean the ludicrous notion this this is people getting away with something well if you don't actually have any evidence and all you have is some sort of suspicion then it's probably tough to get a conviction at a trial which is why you'd want it to be secret or you, you wouldn't want, want the, anyone to see what what your evidence was because you've got nothing or or the you, our evidence is super top secret and we can't tell anybody a government of the people by the people for the people that keeps secrets from its people is essentially a government that keeps Secrets from its leaders. How in the world can you have an effective set of servants that keep secrets from their masters? According to the piece here, the quote from one of the sponsors of this amendment to guarantee trials says, hands down, the dumbest set of arguments I've heard is that somehow we're taking away this extraordinary power from the president. Taking away this extraordinary power from the president rewards terrorists. I'd like to remind everybody, in particular Tea Party conservatives, that just because the government arrests you doesn't mean you're guilty. Under their thinking, because once the government says you're a terrorist, you're a terrorist, and we shouldn't have a trial about it. And that's he's absolutely right. It's nice to hear somebody in the state house who's not, or the uh, the national house who's not Ron Paul saying something like that. Is that, that. Justin Amash? Uh, that is a guy named Smith. Okay, Smith. Adam Smith. Adam, Adam Smith, Adam Democrat Smith. from Washington State. He's absolutely right about that. And uh, there are a lot of people in this country, none of them are calling uh, this show tonight, and I don't know why. If you're somebody who believes that if the government accuses you of something, you must be guilty, because please, this is 855 450 freeze the number here. This is an undefensible position. I don't care if it was one of these representatives that was you know sitting here in the studio they couldn't defend this position effectively against i mean they're they're not even doing it because they believe it's constitutional they're doing it because, because they, they believe that will get them votes i can't believe that two party conservatives it pays this. off their uh, you know their their military industrial complex masters this uh, Democrat says, I can't believe that Tea Party conservatives want to create a situation where when the government says you're guilty of a crime, that's it. No trial. Yeah, thanks, Tea Party. Um, I mean, you know, like I thought the idea of the Tea Party and, you know, we were on the ground floor of this, Ron Paul being Tea Party patient zero, um, that, you know, the idea was to restore the Constitution. And then many of these Tea Party Republicans that got in and frankly, I know they're a bunch of liars. I mm -hmm. used to be a big fan of the Republicans, but from 2000 to 2006, it was nothing but Republicans in there. And I saw what the results are. More the difference government. is I'm not going to be fooled again. The federal government, by the excuse me, in the judge's ruling, which was supposedly overturning this nonsense, the judge found that a group of reporters and activists had a reasonable fear that the government could deem them to have provided support to someone associated with al-Qaeda simply by interviewing them. The federal government has not yet said if it intends to appeal the case, and the ruling could end up trumping Congress's actions. 
The Senate will also be marking up its version of the defense bill next week, and some senators are intent on passing an amendment similar to the one sponsored by Smith and Amash. So this ball is still rolling. It's not done quite yet. We don't know what the end result's going to be. But it's shocking that... But it should give you an example of what to expect from these people. They don't care. Representatives who swore an oath to the Constitution don't seem to care about it at all. One eight five five four fifty free. That's the toll free number here tonight. This is pretty disturbing news, and it's but it shouldn't be a surprise. Remember, they've been doing this for a long time. This is not some Barack Obama thing. It's been going on administration through administration through administration. Each new president, whoever it's going to be, whoever is elected in twenty twelve, unless it's Ron Paul, each new president just builds off of the tyranny that the old one does. No president goes in and says, boy, I can't believe what that last guy did. Let's just tear these pages out of the Federal Register. Let's go ahead and uh, do, you know, put some uh, legislation in that's going to undo all this damage. Boy, this last guy, he's been just tear- tearing up people's freedoms, and darn it, I care about people's freedoms, so I'm going to do something about it. Nope, they're just, they come right in like, ooh, yeah, more power. All right, what else can we do to get even more of it? Let's get a bipartisan effort together with both Democrats and Republicans, because that's what this is. These Democrats and Republicans working together to enrich the executive branch with even more power, regardless of what the judicial branch says. So it's totally bipartisan, right? That's what something everyone can get behind. Screw having trials. Screw having uh, openness in uh, in government. Forget all this uh, due process stuff. Constitution? Bah! Just an old piece of paper. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Take control of these airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Just head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And maybe you are a webmaster or perhaps you uh, you run a blog and you've been thinking about maybe adding a forum to your website. Or maybe you've got a forum and you're sick and tired of it uh, and how it constantly violating people's privacy by forcing them to, I don't know, have accounts, for instance. You can actually have a forum that is completely private, totally anonymous for your users, free to use. You don't have to actually install it on your site, and you can get it by the time you finish listening to the sound of my voice here. uh, Because it's literally within seconds. Go to uh, plainboards.com. That's plain like P-L-A-I-N, plainboards.com. And you just type in the name of the board that you want. It creates it on plainboards.com. It's a completely anonymous message board. And so if you care about privacy for your users, this is the way to go. Plainboards.com. As we continue here, Brian is listening in Grand Rapids, Michigan to WTKG. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, I just want to thank you for getting this information out. Um, I can't say that I'm particularly proud since that uh, one of the co-sponsors of this uh Defense Authorization Act was our illustrious Senator Carl Levin, who actually 
see. Yeah, he's had a pretty good history for supporting um, the military and looking out for our troops, but then he pulls something like this, and it just seems really strange that uh, this would come up at this time, you know. And I, I also was really disappointed in the last presidential uh, debate because when they brought this issue up, they just kind of glossed over it. And I would have thought that. And by the way, the issue we're talking about here is indefinite detention for people who are just suspected of terrorism. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's just, um, you know, when it was signed in was, I believe, uh, over the new year, and then uh, obviously people were distracted, and they like to use the argument that, um, well, it wouldn't be used against Americans, but... But um, it will, that's But it absolutely yeah. will be used yeah. against yeah. Americans. Yeah. The, the Americans are um, more and more... Well, no, they uh, already you know, had indefinite detention... Police infringement on your rights, so it's it's only a matter of time before somebody points a finger at you, and if they can accuse you of uh, uh, domestic terrorism, you're gone. You That's know, you absolutely the case. And keep it. Defend yourself. So I I did check out Senator Weber's <laughs> website, and he did have a response to it because he knew that there was a rising concern about that issue, that particular part of the. Well, Brian, keep in mind uh, that uh, Brian. I, I don't know if you can hear me or not. Here. It doesn't that. sound like you can. Brian, can you hear us? Okay, great. Okay. Um, so, okay, you said that uh, you see, you seemed concerned about police uh, infringement upon uh, the rights of Americans. You seemed concerned about the growth of government, but you seemed uh, reasonably happy that uh, Carl, Senator Carl Levin, I guess he's from Michigan, is that right? Yeah. Okay, that he was supporting the troops. No, and, no yeah. He's, I've got to say... He's, 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 historically, he's, had a, he's been... Uh, uh, well, hold on. Let me let me make a point here before you before you go on. I'll, I'll take your word for it that he supports the troops, but I, I think that um, you know I think there might be a disconnect here. The troops are just another branch of the government. So Carl Levin hasn't been inconsistent. He's supporting bigger government and more more t- and higher taxes on down the line. It sounds like you're inconsistent. Well, I think it's uh, what I think the part of the inconsistency is is if you're using federal troops to you know, and I think that's been the big fear is if you use federal troops to enforce this kind of law against Americans, then you've got a real problem. Well, I, one thing's for certain is that federal troops are in use to enforce all kinds of rules against other people who aren't Americans. So, oh, sure. I mean, oh, they, sure. are, they are an arm of tyranny, whether or not oh, yeah. they are used against you. Well, right. So yeah. if people cheer on the federal troops being used to oppress people in Afghanistan, Iraq, or elsewhere around the world, then they shouldn't be surprised when eventually that comes home. There's a reason no, that those patriotic pictures, there's a reason those patriotic pictures have soldiers, sailors, Marines, firemen and policemen all lined up together it's because they all work for the same organization more or less sure. oh sure yeah i understand and right. i'm a fireman I, I just uh it's it's what's interesting is the way this the way this uh sort of legislation sneaks in and it, it comes in kind of quietly and people are pretty much occupied with a lot of day-to-day issues sure. you know unemployment uh especially here in michigan unemployment's just through the roof but even if of, even if brian you know, while you're right about that people are distracted they're busy with their own lives and that's understandable even if they are aware of something a mass outcry doesn't do anything to change how these representatives necessarily vote. sometimes it does for the most sure. part it doesn't oh, yeah, do anything look at the uh, look at the bailouts for a, a perfect example of how like 80 90 percent of people opposed the bailouts this was the ones that were coming around the end of the bush administration the beginning of obama oh, yeah. and they the people were speaking out in droves they were overwhelming the phones at these representatives offices in dc and yet they voted overwhelmingly in favor for the bailouts anyway brian any other thoughts sure. you want to share Uh, um, I find that I probably agree with you about 90% of the issues, but I'm glad that there's 
good information. And, Thanks uh, for the call tonight, Brian. Uh, I really appreciate hearing from you, sir. Very good, sir. Thanks. 855-450-FREE. Larry is listening in Indy to WXNT. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, you know, I listen to your show every time I get the chance, but I have to take issue with the open borders deal. Wait, we what, did we talk about not. that this evening? Hello. Did we talk about that this evening? I'm it doesn't, sure matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just, okay. I don't think that you cannot allow every person in this world to come over and benefit from what our tax dollars have created here. Oh, I wouldn't suggest that to at all. Benefit from the ability to earn a living that we have created here in this country. Well, uh, I, I think that everybody deserves to be able to be free, don't you think? But free to do what? Free to earn a living, to take care of their families. I don't think they should be free to take a bunch of money from welfare. But I'm trying to say that if we create a situation through our many years of taxation, through our uh, ancestors' many years of taxation, and our sweat and toil to allow somebody to come even today, that the Chinese man is being uh, 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 harassed by his uh, government officials. Why don't he stay in China and fight against that? He's coming here so he can get our money, so he can get our protection, so he can get the benefit of our infrastructure, which he's not paid a dime for. So how can you say that somebody from Guatemala or Mexico or or Colombia can come here today after they've not contributed one red cent to this situation that we've set up here and our abilities here. Well, I don't know who we is. So if I have a child, I mean, my child is four years old. He hasn't contributed one red cent to the infrastructure. I guess you're talking about bridges and roads, um, you know, which are which, frankly, only last about 30 years anyway. I'm talking about ability. Uh, And if you have a child, then you've laid the pathway for him. Oh, well, I assume but but, so, but that somebody else had a child and somebody I mean we're all immigrants was right it, right was immigration okay up to a certain year or a certain generation because ever all of us on the air right now yeah. had people immigrate here that's not a logical conclusion that was a question the, it wasn't actually a conclusion I was asking you a question was no. immigration okay by you up to a certain point in time yes when was that point in time that point in time is when with this country was uh, was, was was populated. When this country had a system How do you define that, that point in time? Up, there should be stipulations. Wait a minute. How do you find the point? Uh, whoa, 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 Larry, Larry. How, I just want to ask you some questions so I can understand better. How well, You said when this country was populated. So how would you define populated? When the country was po- appropriately populated. When does well, that, what is when defined? Is that? I mean, that I, I, look, I'm somewhat American Indian, and I'd have to say that uh, it, was, it was populated just fine before the pilgrims showed up. Well, then, see, you can't make that argument because you're denying your own existence here in this country. What's that mean? <laughs> you know, know good and well what I'm talking about. No, I have I'm no a- idea. That's why I'm asking you questions. So no, I, can try I believe to that free okay, people I'll, should I'll be able to cross. Hold on, hold on. Question. I just want to understand. So at what point did you determine that the country was adequately populated? It's right now. So right now. So today. Any, so anyone who's immigrated up until today, that's okay. But from now on, no one should be allowed to come here. You got to stem the tide. Have you ever been to Wyoming? <laughs> he lives in Indianapolis. La- Larry, have you have you been to Wyoming? I don't I don't care anything about Wyoming. I care about when somebody opens the consulate up and pumps in 200 uh people from uh from Mexico City onto our streets every day. That's what I care about. Should people from this country also labor? Larry, I'm just curious. Should people from this country, this plot of land also not be able to immigrate anywhere else in the world? Why would they want to? 
just asking you a question. Should I, they? They shouldn't want to. No, they, they no, no, no. I'm asking you if they look, should. Larry, take that the reason, and do it. the way that you go ahead and make it so that people don't want to come to this country because there's nothing you can do to the country that has like five thousand miles worth of border to secure it. But the one way that you can secure it is by making it so tyrannical that its citizens want to leave. And they are working on that very hard well, I mean, in Washington D.C. The, the, the expatriate Americans are leaving now. Americans are leaving <laughs> at a record rates. Americans Thanks, are giving up their citizenships and it's because of immigrant nut jobs of immigrant nut jobs yeah, well, people that are crazy about immigrants coming to this country gotcha. they want to make it so people tyrannical like 855-450-FREE the SACL CAI toll free line immigration secret trials whatever you want to talk about goes live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live here on Free Talk Live we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin it's a decentralized free market digital currency you can learn more about it at weusecoins.com but if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and it's the live Saturday edition of the program. We do this thing seven nights per week. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. By the way, for those of you just tuning in, the first hour we talked about the National Defense Authorization Act and how one judge has uh, ruled, a federal judge has ruled that it's unconstitutional in that it doesn't provide for, uh, you know, trials and it's indefinite detention of American people and everybody else from around the world. Anybody the government wants to deign a, uh, uh, to deem a uh, suspected terrorist can be taken and held in a cage for as long as the government darn well feels like. And then if they want to, they might give you a real trial, or maybe they'll take you to Guantanamo Bay Whatever for Whatever they feel like. Military star chamber. So we talked about that, and uh, I don't think anybody actually called in to support that sort of thing, Those uh, the destruction of due process. I was kind of surprised. I figure if 238 of these uh, representatives voted in favor of this, uh, in, in favor of... Well, actually, what they did was they voted against an amendment to allow trials, public trials, for these people, these suspected terrorists. If, you know, 238 of them had voted uh, in favor of that, then there must be people out there who agree with these folks. Surely you could explain yourself at 855-450-FREE. But no, we ended up hearing from Larry and a couple other guys about uh, immigration. Uh, Larry calling in to basically say that we need to cut off any immigration to this country completely. Now is the time. He suggested that no one would ever want to leave this America country. America is full. And yep. uh, and I, I guess he, he thought it was okay for Americans to leave the country and go to other countries. But he didn't like the idea that uh, immigrants would come here and use our roads and infrastructure. Infrastructure was the terminology that he used. Which I guess would then morally and justly say that it's wrong for Americans to drive on foreign roads. Let's go to the phone zone, see what you think. Uh, you can, of course, bring up anything you want as well. Bear is listening to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk, and you're in Texas. Hey, Bear. Hey, brother. How you doing? It's great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, let's get back to this immigration deal you talked to. I want you to tell me what you think immigration is. Is it people that are sneaking across the border and not, not applying like uh, other people that come up from, from all over the world to apply legally to get in? Is that an immigrant? Yes. 
for the people to sneak across the border, that's not immigration. That's breaking the law. You know, I do believe in the Constitution. Do you believe in the Constitution of the United States of America? Once upon a time, I was uh, real big into the Constitution. Wait a minute. minute, 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 Let me stop you right there. Once upon a time, there's no change in the Constitution. Well, you didn't let me answer your question, did you, Barry? Let me me say one thing to you right there. The Constitution (laughs) is a Constitution. You don't change that, okay? Hey, Barry. Oh, I haven't changed the Constitution. Did you swear an oath to the Constitution? Yes, I did. Okay, great. Did you sign it? Did I sign it? Did you sign it? No. no. I it. <laughs> right. The, I didn't swear an oath to it, and I didn't sign it. It doesn't obligate me. This Constitution is supposed to limit the government, not its citizens. You know, Bear, there's a lot I like about the Constitution. I like the Bill of Rights. I like, you know, the idea of free speech. I like the right to bear arms. I like a lot of what's in the Constitution. But what I realized was what Lysander Spooner said in the 1800s was correct. The, t- the Constitution has either authorized all the tyranny that we have today, or it has been powerless to prevent it. Do you feel like the government's about the right size today? No, I do not. I think it's too powerful. Too, I think we need to limit it. I think we need to go back just like we used to be. So what could ago, the Constitution limited, do there? Limited limit, man. Limited government. I'm hearing That's you. That's what you do. You believe, you're a person that believes, and the government is all-powerful, and the government can control me. The no, sir. What brought you to that conclusion, Why would you say that about me? years of getting rid of Russia and the communists. Bear, why would you say that about me? How do you Why do I say that? Because that's what's going on, man. No, sir, I am completely opposed to what the federal government is doing. Bear, I just said that I want people to be able to cross the borders of free countries freely. What gave you the impression I want more government? You do. You think they all think think they'll just come across to Mexico, Canada, wherever they want to freely. Let me ask you a question. Can you go over to Germany? Can you go over to Italy? Can you go over to Spain? So you want to be like other countries, right? And just cross freely? You cannot do that. It's absolutely true. You can't in today's modern culture. It's very difficult for free people to cross the borders of countries freely. we're not free people, Mark. We we were born free. God made you free. We were born in a prison. uh, However, uh, people in the government would tell you where you could move and where you couldn't. However, it is United States foreign policy. They have put a great deal of uh, pressure on smaller countries in order to prevent them from, from allowing American citizens to move freely across borders. So I would say that the biggest problem as far as tyranny and immigration comes from the United States government. Bear? Well, I would say to you, I don't really care about what the rest of the, rest of the world does. I don't really need to go to the rest of the world. We ought to take care of our own country and worry about anybody else later. you are taking our country from a great world power to a third-degree country. What did I do? <laughs> I'm 40 <laughs> years old, Bear. I spent you, 10 years in prison. Economy, what? Look at your economy. Look at your army. Look at everything you've got. You do nothing but all we do is talk. And all we do is plaster and let everybody come across host. and do what they want to. You know why people came to America? Because they wanted to be American. They Bear, I'm just American. curious. Have you they ever heard? They don't want to be Mexican. Hey, they Bear. don't want to be Brazilian. They don't need Canadian. You've got a lot to say, Bear, and I've got good questions for you here, so I would like to have a conversation with you. So... How many, how many times have you listened to Free Talk Live? I listen to, I hate Bubba, I listen to radio every day. I, I didn't ask you about the radio. No, this, I listen, I listen this to particular you, I listen, show. I listen to Mark Levin. Is this, your first, is this your first time listening to Free Talk Live tonight? Not you. No, hell no, it's not. Okay. First so, time he got me aggravated. Why, why would you, if you've listened to this show before, you know that the, the hosts of this program are radical You know, people as far as, like, we don't want any government involvement in people's lives. I mean, I don't want any, coerc- uh, any coercive agency to tell me what to do or tell you what to do or anything like that. I don't think that you should have your, your savings stolen from you. I don't think you should have a portion of your paycheck stolen from you and then used on things you disagree with. So at what point did you come across the idea that we support big government? 
Well, when I come across, when you start talking about immigration and all this, and you sit there and say, well, it's all right for everybody to come across to, to, to live in this country, they don't really give a, give a crap about living in this country. They come to take the money. And whoa, 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 wait a minute. And I don't support welfare. Hold, hold on, Bear. I don't, Bear. Let's go look at the Muslims. Bear, I don't support welfare, man. I'm a Catholic. I'm a, wait a minute, wait a minute, hand. I'm a Catholic. I walk in my place of business and say, look, i got to pray at 12 o'clock. You want to tell me? Well, go pray at 12 o'clock because I don't care. You're fired. We talked about a Muslim. Oh, by God, we all go crazy about stuff like that. Why Look, are we doing I don't think stuff I don't think you have any man. obligation, Bear, to to employ anybody who has any different religious views than you. I think that if you want to have one religious view and only only employ Catholics, that's your business. Now, that's I would right. ask you I this, I Bear. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to ask you this, Mr. Limited Government. Mr. Limited Government. Uh, hey, Mr. Limited Government, how are you going to stop free people from crossing the border, sneaking across the border, um, without growing the now government? I'm going to stop them. I'm going to build a wall, and I'm going to shoot them when they come across. Who's going like to build the wall? Is the government going to build the wall? I live on the border. Hey, he's going to build it all by himself. I don't want to pay for your stinking wall. I don't want my tax dollars going to your wall with your motion sensing machine guns that are going to mow people down. The government's already built a wall, and that wall failed. I hear you, man. What? What, you what are you calling me, Ham? Hi, young. Where do you live at? I live in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, whoa. Let me bring a whole load of Mexicans up there and a bunch of Muslims. Please bring them up here. Bring Mexicans here to work. I've got some, there's some work that I need done in my yard right now. Please send some uh, some Mexicans up here because I'm tired of paying uh, all the prices that these white guys want to do landscaping. Thanks for the call tonight, Bear. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. That uh, allows you to take control of the airwaves. But I want to have a conversation. That means being able to ask a question, respond, then, uh, you know, there has to be a back and forth. So uh, so what you're pointing out, Mark, is that Bear says he's for limited government. And it sounded like he was against welfare. He put words in our mouth, made it sound like we were in favor of welfare, like we were in favor of uh, people coming here to leech off the state. That's not true at all. If you're going to have freedom... That means you are free from taxation. If you have the freedom to cross borders, you should also be free from taxation. You should be free from having welfare shoved down your throat. I don't want to support government welfare. I'd rather support local charities. I'd rather support individuals and charities that are doing good work in the community to help people that actually need help, not people that are taking advantage of some system. So if you get rid of the welfare system, then what's the problem with people coming here? Oh, wait, I know. They're going to take our jobs. Now, we didn't get to that point with him, but that's, of course, one of the, uh, the objections people bring up. But look... There's plenty of jobs for people if you let people have freedom, if you let people create their own businesses without having to beg government permission, without having to jump through government hoops. And if you're supposedly in favor of small government, you should support all those things. You should support getting rid of welfare. You should support people being able to open a business without begging permission. And you should support people being able to come here to make a better life for themselves. Otherwise, you want bigger government. You just want it bigger in the areas you like government. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. 
Toll-free number tonight for you to bring up whatever's on your mind is 1-855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or or their video showing that they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com. See that? That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details there on how to become part of the Shrine. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins. They are the world's first potentially anonymous digital monetary system. With Bitcoins, you don't have to sign a contract or have to abide by some terms of service. You don't have to click on anything um, in order to say that, you know, I'll do whatever these terms of service say, and I didn't read them anyway. Uh, You can download the free software, be using them in just a few minutes. You can send and receive money anywhere in the world. No fees. Uh, You don't need permission from any bank or government entity. You can learn more at weusecoins.org, and you should go watch the minute and you know, a little more than a minute and a half long video there and find out more about Bitcoins because they're changing the face of the Internet and the world as a a result. And now thanks to BitInstant.com, you can have Bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. Buy your Bitcoins with cash at BitInstant.com. All right, so uh, we continue here, and of course you can bring up whatever's on your mind, 855-450-FREE. We're going to go to Chris listening in California. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. You know, um, some of those couple last callers, uh, you know, that kind of really just didn't understand really what the show is all about, the message of liberty. Like, I think we all come into contact with those types of things daily, this kind of incoherence, you know. Inconsistence. Inconsistency. Well, it's almost, well, it's incoherent in the sense that it's not based on any type of real reality. It's just this, you know, left-right paradigm. It's absolutely true. That's right. how I came to this idea on immigration, because I thought, well, you know, immigration borders, we've had those, those are a good thing, right? Uh, but right. at some point or another, I came to the conclusion that the immigration problem we have is a right. tango. And it's right. not just, I mean, you can say, well, I want them illegal immigrants not to come. But the problem, the mess, the, the miasma of, of bureaucracy that we have is the other half of that problem. And that's the part that can be controlled. You're not going to stop free people well, from trying to feed their is, families. Is, Kind of like the point that I wanted to get, like, I grew up in a conservative background. I was an Eagle Scout and everything, and I was like, yeah, you know, USA number one, cops are great and everything. But really what I didn't realize at the time is I was living in 1984. I mean, literally, it was a cold day at April, and the clocks were striking 13. And for all of us who have actually gone through the process of really discovering liberty, I think we could all probably have the shared experience that it was a very difficult process to get there. And I called yesterday because there's a particular methodology that you guys have in your activism that I actually question, and I don't think I really kind of got my point across in the most appropriate way, so I kind of wanted to touch upon that. Okay. And what is that? Uh, that is, uh, what is it that you were critiquing? Is, is that, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't understand, and when we say, you know, liberty is the solution, that does imply a lot of things and a lot of heavy conclusions and deductions that most people have never had contact with. And the thing is, is that, <clears throat> you see, it's kind of like politics, number one. Like, the first people you want on your side are the cops. And and this is my observation, but there is like a palpable totally kind disagree. of animosity going on right now in New Hampshire 
like towards you guys about certain methodologies, not necessarily the motive. But well, before you before you get to that point, I completely right. disagree with you. That the first people you want on your side are the police. They're going to be the most difficult people, many of them, to to bring over. If I'm going to focus all my efforts on the police, I'd be ignoring uh, everybody else. That's much more right. easy but to bring you see, on board. The thing is, is that you're seeing the police as an institution, and this is really what no, I, I, I see, I see them as happen. individuals. Well, you see, you guys. You guys plan your activism. You go with the cameras, right, which means that a priori you're expecting action. Knowing that what you're about to do, that snidely whiplash might be heading in the wings, you know, hiding in the wings, and then, you know, present the situation where, you know, an injustice can take place. And you can, you know, whatever utility that's, that's had, I think that it's really limited. So let me give me an example cop, of what you're talking cop, about. It's just like stuff you guys do all the time with the uh, Huntsman thing, you know. Everybody everybody there was gathered because they wanted to hear the guy of the day, right? And you guys show up to distract. Now, you guys had every right to do that, but these people don't get it. They think you guys are just the loud guy at the bar. Everybody wants to, you know. See, you, you misunderstand about, something. Okay, right. so what you're talking about is the, if you go to freekeen.com and you type in Huntsman, you'll see the video, like, likely that uh, that he's referring to. And what happened was a number of activists, about five of us, went with uh, some signs. Yeah, ahead of- but this has nothing to do with me, and I have no interest in this kind of activism. Okay, well, anyway, uh, so I, but you, don't, you don't support bird-dogging candidates, that sort of thing? Uh, you know, I don't go, not in the middle of their speech. This wasn't in the middle of his speech. It was uh, well in advance of him even taking the stage. So anyway, we go to the local college. There's uh, two tiers on this place where we went. There's the lower tier where all the people were seated. And then there was the upper tier where uh, we went to because we had some signs. We wanted you know people to see the signs. And so we held up those signs and were told that we couldn't be there. You know, this is private property, even though it's a public government-run uh, state university campus. Uh, we're told it was private property. We had to leave, that they were going to call the police. They did call the police. The police came. The cops ordered us to leave or else we're going to be tr- charged with trespassing. Right. Uh, like, it's- I get it. Like, I get it. Because I'm a, you know, I believe in liberty. These guys cool. are cool, and and so I haven't finished my These point. The part that you don't, the part that you don't get, the position that we have to like yell and scream. Chris, the part that you're not following is that I wasn't there to convert the people at the Huntsman event. That wasn't what my I'm purpose. Saying is, is when it comes to creating awareness about all the things that are threatening liberty, right? There's there's a synthetic kind of like aura about what you guys do that you show up to a place hoping for things to go down. That's not what I was so hoping for. They, you are putting those you're putting you that intention in the setting Chris, of your choosing. You are you are applying something talk. that is not true. We're not hoping for anything to go down. What we were hoping to do was stand there with signs during this particular event. But no, but they showed with up the with the police. Of, I, I don't know. Is there anybody else who, who, somebody else said that they don't show this particular type of activism? So obviously, I'm not the only person who sees that possibly that way. Chris, you can defend it with as you want, Ian. But there's people online sitting there talking about. Not I don't care seeing, what the people online say. I care what people who want to do something think. Right. I don't care but about activists think, and what they think. You don't think that the cop that you want to villainize. I don't want to villainize the police. They villainize themselves by kicking people. Excuse me, Chris. The cops villainize themselves by telling peaceful people with signs who are standing quietly in a public place on a public school campus that they have to leave. The cops make themselves into the bad guys. How's that been working out? 
you keep getting thrown it, get thrown in jail, and people keep getting more roused up because they're in 1984 and they just don't freaking get it. It's not getting the point across. It never does. Well, Chris, I look forward right, to you coming yuppie. here and showing us how it's done. Are you going to do that? It's it's. Listen, it's are you going to do that, Chris? Or are you just going to critique? The cop, the cop that's involved. Is hey, Chris, are you going to come here and show us how that, it's done? or Are you just going to critique? I just want to go over the principle, right? That well, it's not thanks for the call. Eight five five four fifty free. You know, everybody on YouTube's got an opinion. They type a bunch of uh, comments, usually on a fairly popular video, and there are all kinds of opinions out there. Lots of people have opinions. Why do I care what they think? I care what people think who are on the ground doing activism, who know what it's like. But most of the people in the Free State Project aren't doing the kind of activism you're doing. Agree? Going somewhere and standing quietly with a sign? I think there are plenty of people who are willing to do that sort of activism. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done. Get a great deal. And a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, toll-free number here, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com where you can enjoy the features that we give to you there on the house. Features like archives going all the way back to late 2006. You can download as much Free Talk Live as your little heart desires. It's all totally free. Click and download. They're yours. And now, as of the last couple of weeks, they've been uh, we've been encoding our archives in very high quality, uh, 96 kilobits per second mono. That's like it sounds like you're in the studio with us, basically. Sounding really good these days. And you can go to freetalklive.com, get as many as you want. Plus, of course, we're now on SoundCloud, and uh, we're still working on implementing SoundCloud with our site. But you can always go to SoundCloud.com/slash/freetalklive to uh, to reach us there to find our SoundCloud page and then that makes it really easy to share each of our episodes with your Facebook page or your friends or Twitter or various your WordPress blog various different ways to share our episodes now thanks to SoundCloud soundcloud.com slash freetalklive go and grab up as many archives as you would like and if you love the ideas of liberty and you want to be free sometime in your lifetime in my opinion you got to get together with other people that care enough to do something about it not just the ones that are going to complain because there's plenty of people that are going to complain about the not being free, but they're not willing to step up. They're not willing to take the action to do what it takes. Well, the people who've joined the Free State Project are by their very nature willing to step up because they've picked up and they've moved their lives from wherever it is they're, they're from to New Hampshire. Mark, you and uh, myself were both from Florida originally. We moved back in 2006 as early movers for the Free State Project. And technically, we're still in the early mover phase because the Free State Project would like to reach 20,000 participants. We've only gotten to 12, about 12,000 at this point. Not quite to 12,000, but almost there. And uh, those are 12,000 people who've pledged that they're going to move their lives up to New Hampshire to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. We've already got 1,000 of those 12,000 people. 1,000 of them are already here. So we're well on the way. People are already moving. They're getting active in various different ways, whether it be going and you know holding signs at a political event or whether it be going to the state house and testifying or doing civil disobedience or whatever – there are a variety of different things happening here already. So go to freestateproject.org, get involved. Also learn about the Porcupine Freedom Festival, porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. It's coming up in just under a month. 
about a month from today, we're going to be in Lancaster, New Hampshire at Rogers Campground, hanging out with hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people. Those same people that I was talking about that have moved to New Hampshire, others who are considering a move to New Hampshire, others who are yet to move but will be moving at some point. These are all the people who are coming to the campground at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We'll be having a blast there. It's a lot of fun. Go to Porkfest.com to learn more. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com as we go to Carol, listening in Madison to WXXM, the Mike 92.1. Hey, Carol. Hey, how are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm a first-time listener. I'm driving back from a uh, way up north in northern Wisconsin and, uh, you know, found your radio, found the radio, uh, you know, your guest's program. Welcome. And it was kind of listening to some of the folks talk versus doing anything else. And I think possibly some folks are a little confused about what they consider immigrants. One of those being is that they're they're all against illegal immigrants coming across the border. They want to build fences, that sort of thing, which don't work. It doesn't work as it's been proven. Yeah, they've got Yet, fences. I think if right you now. were to ask them, huh? They've got fences right now. And uh, there's a video yeah. on YouTube that I saw of some uh, Mexican kids that were, or some kids that appeared to be Mexican, uh, climbing the fence. And I think they did it in seven seconds. There was also another video of two uh, teenage white girls climbing the fence as yeah. well. I mean, these fences no do nothing. Yeah, and then there was a, a, a newspaper article or a magazine article, several uh, probably probably was put out last year about in Texas how they built it, tried to build it like a mile or half mile inside Texas border, and it's cutting across people's property. Yeah. And there's big holes, and they have to go across the fence just to get to one side of the property or the other. It, it just doesn't work. It's, it's just a thing that's not working. But if you were to ask these same people who who you know want their freedoms, they they don't think the U.S. you know that the citizens you know a lot of the stuff that was said before. But if you were to ask them whether or not they should be allowed into Mexico for free without having immigration uh, status, or go up to Canada, or allow Canadians in, it seems like it's a strange, weird, bizarre double standard that these people have, yet they don't seem to understand what that even an immigrant can get a visa or, you know, a person who wants to come into the country, a student visa, a work visa, whatever it is, and just stay. And then they'll become illegal. And, and it's just, it, it, it's all a problem with the government. You're right. quite correct. The vast and majority I, of people that, that, that would be called illegal, um, if you want to use that terminology, are people that have overstayed visas. Not people that have swum across the Rio Grande, but people who have been given government paperwork and have, for whatever reason, not fulfilled, you know, filled out the government paperwork. And, uh, you know, to me, that I, I suppose you want to call that law breaking. You should, uh, be, but, you know, that doesn't seem like somebody who's doing something terrible to me. Right, and a car just passed me from Ontario. But if you were to have that second caller, you know, the, the two callers back on that, he would say that's okay. That we have a car from Ontario, probably Canadians in it, here in the U.S., but people from Mexico or people whom they consider terrorists or, you know, and there's... And isn't that racist? Don't you think that's bigotry? Terrorists. Hey, Carol, yes, don't exactly. you think that that's bigotry when people do that? Yeah. Like, oh, it's fine if yeah. Canada can I see, come here, but... I don't, I don't think it's bigotry. I think it's... No? Uh, I think it's well, classism. Why? And I don't think that they like the idea because here's the fact is when poor people come across the border and these people are in abject poverty, when they come across the border, they're going to live differently than you and I live. They're going to live a dozen people to a house. They're going to have a lot of cars in the parking lot because they have to go different places to go to uh, in, in the driveway. To, they have to go different places to go to work. They're going to have lower standards for t- keeping up the yard. Why? Because they're busy making money to pay for their, you know, to support their families here and abroad. And I think that right. that's what it comes down to is it comes down to classism and not in my backyard. Exactly. Yeah, Carol, any other thoughts you want to share? 
Well, just briefly, it, it just, I think people need to touch base with, with what they consider activism, what they consider what they want from their government, and they need to figure out how they want to limit their government. And, you know, I think just trying to educate. I think that's the best thing to do and go state by state. I think you guys are doing a great job, and I think that's it. I think people just need to figure out what they want from their government and learn how to limit it. I want absolutely nothing from the government, and I think we will limit it most effectively by ignoring those people completely. And if enough of us exactly. ignore them, then they'll have to go away. Carol, hey, thanks for for calling Free Talk Live tonight. Appreciate Thank you, you. Uh, listening. And again, uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. I think the people, uh, I think the humans need governance. What I think that people need is the ability to choose their governments more freely. One of the ways that you can choose your government better is by able, be, being able to, to cross arbitrary lines in the in the dirt. And when you limit people being able to cross arbitrary lines in the dirt, you create a great deal of problems. Now, I agree that nobody should be required to, you know, the, the people shouldn't be able to come to this country and just get a whole bunch, just freeload. I don't think they should be able to do that. I don't think any of those programs should be able, uh, available to uh, immigrants. But frankly, I don't think they should be available to anybody. I mean, I don't see why somebody who's living in San Diego, a few miles north of somebody who's living in uh, Tijuana, should be eligible for my tax dollars in order to you know, do whatever it is they want to do and not work. Why should one person on one side of the line be able to get it and another person shouldn't? Right. Well, it's just, no, it's just wrong. If it's just in order to provide the social safety net inside of a circle on a map someplace, then it's just to provide that social safety net outside of that circle, and that's impossible. It's just not just to take money from people by force and use it in a way that those people don't want. It's just not just to to steal. Right from the very beginning, that's the problem with welfare. I don't have a problem supporting people who need help, but welfare is coercion, and that's what I have a problem with. Let's go to Karen listening in Oregon to KMED. Hey, Karen, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Thank you for all your good work that you do in New Hampshire. I live there, and it is a glorious place. Thanks. Go ahead with your thoughts. Thank you. I um, uh, wanted to say I'm really concerned because, um, as many people know, Denver, Colorado is the alternate capital should something happen in Washington, (laughs) D.C. Excuse me. And um, this next week, beginning Memorial Day weekend, there will be uh, Soviet, the Soviet Army will be training at a base near Denver. Really? Where did you get that information? Well, I've heard it. um, There was a whistleblower in the the, uh, Air Force, and um, I believe his name is, his last name is Hagman. Did you, where did you see this reported? I heard it on the radio on two separate channels. One was Coast, on two separate radio shows. One was Coast, and the other one was, um, you know, I'm going to forget. Tell you what, hold that Um, thought. We can come back here in a moment. I don't know if it's true. Uh, but whether it is or not, it's, it's well, interesting. One thing's for sure, it's not true because it's not Soviets, it's we'll Russians these days. <laughs> back, Karen, in a moment at Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is 
Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here tonight for you. Bring up anything you want is 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the various features that are there for you. Uh, Enjoy them all on the house. The mobile site is one of them. So for those of you with a smartphone, you can go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com and you can access our live streams there. Easily get tuned in to Free Talk Live anywhere you have a cell phone signal. m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. And, of course, listening through our mobile site is completely free, like the rest of the features on our website. But if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com and enter Amazon through the links you'll see there. Then whenever you buy, whatever it is you buy, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. So maybe you want to get some grocery shopping done. Amazon has groceries now. You can go and do that and help Free Talk Live at the same time. It's the same great Amazon deals. It's the same Amazon you're used to. In fact, we've got them for Amazon Canada, Amazon UK, and Amazon US. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com, click on the right one for you, and just get your shopping done. You'll help Free Talk Live at the same time. Karen is with us listening to KMED out in uh, Medford, Oregon. Now, Karen, you'd called in with, uh, with something you heard on the radio, and we did some digging during the break, right. and it turns out yeah. you're right. I just, you know, whenever you hear something on Coast to Coast AM, it's got a big question mark next to it. Of course, anytime you hear yeah. anything from a talk show host, it should have a big question mark next to it so you always want to double check those sorts of things and mark you have the the story about these russian troops yeah it looks like there's going to be a 22 russian airborne forces uh, you know soldier guys that'll be trained uh, on u.s soil uh, the russians and americans are training together in basic soldier skills ranging from firing weapons to making parachute drops um, according to a public affairs officer with the 10th special forces group so this so. is happening they're actually going to be training and this is a fresh story by the way this mine i've got an associated press old, version yeah. from uh, may 17th so karen your thoughts on this it's actually yeah. happening so you're absolutely right uh what about it well um it was, it's my understanding, I've actually heard two separate reports in the last few months, that this has happened before, and that there are uh, armed forces in 13 separate countries, and I believe it has to do, it's under the jurisdiction of the U.N., that um, are getting prepared to help America take care of Americans. So, you know, I, I know there's, of course, there's question marks regarding all of this. A lot of them. But yeah. in, a, a lot. However, um you know, I'm I'm a mom, and I have instincts, <laughs> and I don't like it at all. I, you know, well, right. I, I've marked, I've in, marked. Since sorry, the in the 1980 movie or the 1980s movie Red Dawn, uh, in that film, there are Russian troops in the U.S., but it's because they've taking they're they're trying to take over basically. In in this case, in reality, uh, they're working together. According to the Associated Press, it is uh, apparently that not it's a, going to be joint military and humanitarian operations. Uh, such as anti-terrorism measures. So in this case, they're being invited here uh, by the U.S. federal government. And Karen, maybe your speculation is correct, that they will be used for some sort of, you know, rounding people up. There are only 22 of them, Ian. I mean, exactly who are they going to round up? Karen says says there's been a lot. There's all kinds of uh, the military trains with all kinds of countries. They've got Israelis over here all the time. The United States is over in, well, 130 nations around Mm -hmm. the world doing training exercises. I mean, militaries train together. But the idea Mm -hmm. is, but this is the first time this has ever happened. Karen, you said it's not the first time, but according to the official news, they're saying it's the first time it's ever happened with uh, with Russian troops. 
And, uh, the, you know, I, I share the concern uh, that Karen has that essentially if they utilize foreign troops to do things that otherwise maybe U.S. troops may have a problem with, that could be uh, particularly bad. However, I'm not under the illusion that U.S. troops, many of them would have a problem with doing whatever it is they're told to do. If, if, a US, if U.S. troops are told to kill American people, many of them are going to go ahead and do it. Mm, I don't I don't. I really don't think so. I, think I know you don't want to see. believe that's true, but I would recommend that you look at uh, the AB. I think it was an ABC News report from after Hurricane Katrina uh, in the New Orleans area, where these troops were going house to house, rounding uh, people up, taking guns from people. There was one guy in particular that was interviewed by the uh, the mainstream media. They asked him if he would shoot an American if he had to, and he said absolutely. He didn't want to, but he would do it if he if he felt like he had to. And so okay. these these aren't even U.S. troops; these are National Guard. Yeah. So I would be okay. very concerned about just the U.S. troops themselves following these orders. Yeah, there's the Oath Keepers, uh, and they're good guys, uh, but they're I don't think the Oath Keepers are the majority of U.S. troops. When you get uh, when you have a rifle in your hands and you're told that that guy way over there is the bad guy, you don't get a chance to talk to them and find out why you know whatever your commanding officer might have said was a lie or, or you know not true or you know you're not worrying about habeas corpus or any of those things. You're just doing what you're told. I mean that's what the military's taught well, to do. You know what? Um, I think I think there's a percentage of 76 percent of people. Um, of the armed forces coming back to support Ron Paul, and I've heard that over and over again. They're, you know, our, our boys are not at all happy with how they're treated, how they're being treated, how they were treated, and how they've been used and abused. Agreed. And, you think it's 76% support Ron Paul? That's what I heard. That's, that's, that's pretty big I numbers. I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised huge. by that. I hope you're right, Karen, and thank you for the call. I really appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. One thing we do know for certain is that Ron Paul received more donations from the U.S. military, people in the U.S. military for his campaign than any other candidate, including Barack Obama. That is true. And he is one of several Republicans. Barack Obama is one of on, the only one of the, the Democrats. So, But all of those people that are sending money to Ron Paul are still following orders. They're still doing what they're told, even if those orders are illegal or unconstitutional. They're still doing... What Even if they themselves told. refuse to do what they're ordered in that circumstance, they're not going to stop the other people who are not uh, going to refuse to. I mean, they're going to be made an example of, and then other people are going to be more likely to do what they're told. Now, I don't think that it's any. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist of the opinion that uh, United States troops are going to come in here and start laying waste to the American population. I don't think that's going to happen. No, now, they'll if, round somebody up if they're told somebody's a domestic terrorist. If or they suspect, were told, suspected terrorist. If they were told that uh, that that's the you know that's what they're supposed to do i think they would but i just don't think that they're likely to be that be, to be done but take a look at seal team six going in and executing every male at the osama bin laden compound at this point you know the, the, apparently there's no evidence that any shots were fired by the other side by osama and his right group. i mean you know there's no it's there's no evidence at all that they were even supposed to bring him back and there's evidence contrary that they were just supposed to execute him on the spot Tell let's me that to, these guys won't do what they're ordered to let's do. Let's go to David listening in Virginia Beach in Virginia to WNIS. Hey, David. Yeah, how you doing? Just great. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, I'd like to touch on the constitutionality of, you know, us taking terrorists that we've captured overseas and putting them in Guantanamo Bay. I don't, I don't personally have a problem with that, and I think... Well, wait a minute. No one's proven you know, that they're terrorists. Well, um... You know, it's hard. You know, you're not going to see him on Judge Judy. That's for sure. I'm not asking for Judge Judy. I'm just asking that they be proven. Well, it's not going to be in the papers. You're not going to see it in the 
Don't you want trial, to see those things? You know, a criminal trial. But don't you yeah, want that? Doesn't isn't that, that valuable to you no, to have public no, trials? Absolutely. I think the security of the um, CIA, the secret forces overseas. I think the the lives of you know their lives and their privacy and their anonymity is more important to me. You know, as far as them getting the job done, mm. than it is to air out. All the dirty laundry. Well, uh, okay, uh, dirty laundry. I mean, you know, a fair fair trial and and evidence or dirty laundry. But um, now, I mean, I understand. I suppose that if you want to run a worldwide police state, that anonymity is important for the actors that that, that go about doing that. But don't you think... It's not just them. Well, it's I'd like to finish here. I got a question. The protection. Okay, go what, ahead. What about the protections of my liberties? Because now habeas corpus right. has been suspended in the United States. It took only took about 250 years, but it's gone now. Um, I mean, at what point are they just going to be able to pick up anybody? All, at this point, all they have to do is say okay. terrorist, and, and they can put you in jail across okay. overseas, right? Okay. And here. Let's say hypothetically. Oh, go ahead. It, it's not hypo- I mean, you know, it's hypothetical in the sense that it hasn't happened to you yet, but it's not hypothetical right. in the sense that they can. They can, but I'm an American citizen with American rights. Does it matter? Whoa, 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 whoa. Apparently, you don't know anything about the NDAA because as long as they say there was a, a um, there was an American citizen that was considered to be the number two guy in Al Qaeda, and they executed him on Yemeni soil. His son, who was 13 years old, and I hope you don't think that a 13 year old is guilty of anything, over there visiting his father for the first time was executed with him along with six other people at a cafe by a U.S. drone without any kind of uh, trial or anything like that. The, the national That's defense, what this means, man. David, look, the National okay. Defense Authorization okay. Act. David, I'm going to hold you through here the news okay. if you want. If you want to stay on and have this conversation, I'm happy to do so. Okay. So, so hang on with us here. But just to let, just to let you know. The National Defense Authorization Act, which is what we were talking about earlier in the show, which is what we were talking about earlier in the show tonight, uh, has authorized them to be able to pick up anyone, anywhere, U.S. citizen on U.S. soil, right, and and basically say you're a suspected terrorist. Away to the brig you go, and then you go into some military secretive uh, brig where you're held for an indefinite period of time. That's what indefinite detention means. Indefinite meaning undefined, meaning that there is no end in sight. Meaning that you'll be let out if the government deems you appropriate to let out. There's no trial, or there's no public trial. And you're saying you think that's a good idea? You think that's okay because you want to protect the identity of a CIA agent? Hour three's next. Free Talk Live. Hey, this is Mandrake. And this is Jay. And we're getting ready for Porkfest 2012. Porkfest is the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's happening June 18th to the 24th at Rogers Campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire. And this year's Porkfest will be the best yet. Why is that, Mantric? Because of all the great speakers that'll be there? Or maybe the family fun events? Perhaps you're excited about Flaming Freedom's Big Gay Dance Party? Actually, I had no idea any of that goes on. You had no idea because you and I spent all our time running the Georgia's famous baklava food stand. And that's why I'm so excited. Every year we get to meet so many great people who stop by for food and jokes, some of which are a little dirty. Yeah, about the dirty jokes, we should Try not to offend so many people this year. It was one person, and I thought her wooden leg was for the pirate party. Oh, and don't forget all those times you walked away for five minutes only to return two hours later. I kept getting mauled by all my fans. You fell asleep on a picnic table. Oh, right. Hey, you want to wrap this up? Go to porkfest.com and register today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com.
This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can bring up anything you want, as always, here at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, we give them away. So head over there, enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You can actually control the content you see there. So everything, those numbered items you see on the front page of the site, those numbers are votes. And uh, our listeners, meaning you, have gone and voted, or maybe you haven't yet done so. You should try it, try it out. It's all completely free at freetalklive.com. But basically, you're voting on uh, show prep suggestions made by other listeners. You can make suggestions as well. So if you find something online that you think is interesting, submit it as show prep, and then it'll be voted on. And the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the site. Head over to freetalklive.com. Get interactive. Now, we'd invited David to hang on the line uh, from last hour. He unfortunately dropped off the line. I don't know if it was a bad cell phone or something like that. Had if to go. If that's the case, uh, if it's a technical difficulty, you are welcome to call back. Normally, we have a one-call-per-night rule. But if there's some sort of problem that takes you off the line, then please call back. Uh, you were invited to stay. We'd like to have you back because David was the first person in two hours. We do three-hour show every night of the week. We started the show out tonight with a news story from Huffington Post about how a federal judge has uh, uh, overturned the National Defense Authorization Act, at least the portion of it, that uh, authorizes indefinite detentions. And in response, the House of Representatives basically shot back that they still want this indefinite detentions. They think that uh, there should be no trials, no public trials uh, for people who are detained as so-called suspected terrorists. And that includes people who are detained for suspected terrorism here in the so-called United American States. American citizens. And, and you know, he, was it David you said? David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that, uh, and David sort of spouted some of the stuff that I think that most people think when they think of this is that, well, it can't happen to United States citizens on U.S. soil. Oops, you're wrong. And first off, you know, it's not like I sp- have spent my whole life on U.S. soil, so I don't really like that idea. And secondly, no, no, it doesn't say that at all. It says that they can pick up anybody and take them off to Gitmo and interrogate them uh, using enhanced interrogation techniques if that's what they want to do. And they don't have to bring you to a public trial, and you've got indefinite detention, which means you could be held forever. So just so you know, that's what the National Defense Authorization Act was all about. I'm sorry you were unaware of that, but this is the thing. People don't pay attention. When, when uh, a lot of people, people like David, uh, when something happens that authorizes tyranny abroad, when the U.S. government authorizes itself to just snatch up any, anybody they want outside of the U.S., oh, it's like no big deal, ho-hum, oh, well, that's fine. If it, if it protects us here, then you can just destroy the rights of anybody uh, around the world, but just make sure you protect our rights here. But if you don't stand up for the rights of people around the world, then... Who's going to be there to stand up for your rights? Because they've now taken those away, too. They've destroyed habeas corpus here in this country. It's gone. And the reason why I wanted David to stay on, because he's the only guy who's called in tonight. I was begging for people, someone like David, to uh, to call this show earlier tonight. If he finally called in two hours later, maybe he was hearing our first hour on delay where he was. It I'm could not be. Sure. That happens. Uh, that's certainly a possibility. But, I, you know, I, there are people like David out there, and they're very scary. They're very scary because they support the idea. Because when we asked him... Well, the, the what it is, is it's a blind belief 
that your government is going to do the right thing. That he they can con- do no wrong. He was concerned about the the identities of CIA officers and I guess right. uh, SEAL Team Six members and things like that. And you know, I mean, I understand these people have families and that kind of thing. But if you take a look, just take a look at what the CIA has done around the world in the 20th century, and you will see a you know, I mean, there's just a wasteland that this place uh, that this organization has laid to uh, yeah. the world. What are they doing for you? For me. Uh, they're certainly protecting the United States' interests, but I'll tell you, you aren't the United States' interest. You are the United States' surf. All you are good for is working hard so that you, they can take somewhere around 50% of your wages, whether it's in federal, state, or municipal taxes, mm-hmm. and uh, stifling your productivity through the you know these regulations that they have, uh, telling you you know arbitrarily how you can do business. That's all it's about. You know, Mark, you are a wage slave. One of the questions I'd wanted to ask David, and I'm going to now ask the ether, uh, ask everybody, I suppose, is if you support indefinite detention for suspected terrorism, and if your reason for it is similar to David's, like, well, the CIA, we've got to protect our boys that are over there helping, and they're keep taking people and putting them in cells. We've got to protect them. They can't be showing up at a trial and revealing who they are and revealing secrets and information. So if that's your position... Does that also, since let's take that logically now, and let's apply it to the war on drugs. I'd like to give you an example. There's a guy here in New Hampshire. He's named Weeda Claus. His real name's Bob Constantine. Really nice guy, uh, friend of the show. He was arrested a couple years ago for growing cannabis at his house. He was snitched out ostensibly by his neighbor. And, uh, the, you know, the cops and then undercover task force, New Hampshire Drug Task Force, went in there. They raided his house. They took his plants. They arrested him. And they charged him with a felony. Uh, for growing or manufacturing, as they call it, narcotics. He went to trial, which is unusual. Usually when somebody gets busted for a drug charge, or for any charge for that matter, most people take a plea deal. Because who wants to go to prison for two, for three to seven years for growing plants? Odds are good they're going to put a plea deal on the table. It's going to be a decent plea deal. Maybe you only have to spend you know a couple months in jail or something like that. He refused the plea deal. He went to trial. And during that trial, which I was there to witness, they brought in the undercover cops because he was going to trial. So therefore, they, the witnesses against you have to testify. So therefore, these undercover cops had to sit out in front of that audience. They can't wear their uh, little black mask, ski masks. They tried. There. They tried. They actually motioned to uh, to allow them to sit up there and testify in ski masks. But the oh, judge, the judge did not allow that. What the judge did allow is for the cameras to be pointed away from the witness stand. So there was no uh, recording of them allowed. But I saw them. I know who they are. Should that have not happened? I mean, if it's if it's a bad idea to have trials for uh, suspected terrorists because the CIA agents might be revealed and secrets might be revealed, then it must also be, by proxy, a bad idea uh, to allow these undercover cops to testify. So therefore, anyone who's arrested for a drug crime should automatically go to indefinite detention, right? Well, also on top of that, I mean, when you look at the Bradley Manning case, the vast majority of the WikiLeaks documents, um, I assume that Bradley Manning, we're just assuming that he re- leaked those, the WikiLeaks documents were just garbage, just mumbo-jumbo. The United States just, uh, you know, b- decides that it's, well, let's call this secret. And there's there's no check and balance on whatever they claim to be secret. So if you're going to allow undercover agents, uh, you know, to not have to testify because, or, you know, drug, pe- you know, people get, get drug charges, don't have to, te- don't get trials because uh, undercover agents right, might have to testify. Revealed. Well, what about 
regular cops. I mean, we don't want them being put on the stands. Their lives could be, they could be in danger just by getting up there and testifying. I mean, nobody from the government should after ever have to go through the, tr- the the danger of a trial. This is the rabbit hole that this leads down, this idea that these that uh, Organized these crime could want to knock off the prosecutor. So, I mean, sure. th- for God's sakes, we, don't, we can't have trials where prosecutors have to actually stand up there and do prosecutions. You know, it sure would save a lot of uh, money, Mark, to not have to have trials. We could just execute everyone the police uh, arrest. I mean, the police must be right every time they arrest somebody, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> the CIA is right, so therefore the police must be right. Everything, the, gov- the government's infallible. I mean, this is the mentality of these people, people like David, that the government right. can't make a mistake. The, the Constitution wasn't written by cowards, okay? It was written by people that saw what a government out of control was like. And sadly, here in the United States, they don't know what a government of out of, uh, that is out of control looks like. Well, they must not be paying attention. Because this is one looks like. Yeah, they're just not, they're not, they're living in some sort of fantasy world. Steve is listening in Seattle uh, to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, before I get to my, uh, my point, um, you're on uh, Extreme Talk on Saturdays, and you're on America's Talk on XM when? Uh, it, well, you're partially right. We're on Extreme Talk live, uh, 7 to 10 Eastern time on Saturday and, and Sunday. Sunday. And then America's Talk, this is both uh, two different XM channels. Then America's Talk, we are not live Monday through Friday. They carry two hours of our show in delay broadcast in the evenings. I think it's I 10 to midnight. Okay, great. So, okay, 10 to um, midnight Eastern. What I want to talk about is uh, a caller that used to be a regular caller, Scott the Pigot. And um, that's his nickname uh, bestowed upon him by you, I believe. Ian. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, uh, he, didn't cl- he didn't claim it for himself. He doesn't seem right. to have a problem with it, though. I mean, Scott the Bigot right. uh, is more than happy to be identified in that way. He's very proud about his bigotry. And I know you yeah, want to talk about him, so hang on, Steve. We'll bring you back in a moment. Sure. 855-450-FREE. He's, uh, he's like a phone... Like a talk radio addict, he calls different talk radio shows and spouts his uh, his hatred. Tries to tell you how the Jews and the blacks are out to get you. He's one of those guys. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. What has happened to America, and when did it become okay for the government to extort wealth from the American people? As a former law enforcement officer, I have explained in my new book, In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth, how absolute property ownership has been denied to the American people, how and why inflation is fleecing America, how law enforcement officers are being used to suppress and criminalize the beliefs of liberty and freedom. In Plain Sight explains how we can restore what was once a free America. Get your copy of In Plain Sight, The Disregarded Truth today at Amazon.com. On Free Talk Live, we invite you to take control of the airwaves. You may bring up whatever's on your mind or comment on some of the things we've been discussing, like the indefinite detention of human beings. doesn't matter where they pick you up. They can get you anywhere they want, according to the National Defense Authorization Act, which was passed late last year. Our number here tonight is 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Immigration's also been on the table this evening. But again, you can also uh, take control of these airwaves and join us over at freetalklive.com where you can uh, interact with various different website features such as our news updates. You can get signed up and follow Free Talk Live via email, Twitter, Facebook. Go to news.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI is the company that brings you the phone lines here. And Jason Osborne of uh, SACL CAI wants to remind you to get your favorite episode of Free Talk Live from the week and share it on Facebook. Um, this is a, It's a great practice for our, our, you know, our tried and true listeners out there that want to support the ideas of liberty. Well... Share. It's easy. You know, take an episode of Free Talk Live. Go to freetalklive.com. You can uh, right-click on it and 
what save save the link as or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, go on Facebook, put it right up there so for your friends and family to be able to check out Free Talk Live. You can just click the share button, Mark, and then it's got all the options for you. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. I know everything about it. Anyway, <laughs> SQL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's, uh, they've been supporting us for a very long time. We go back to Steve listening in Seattle to XM Satellite Radio. Steve, you were calling in reference to a caller to this program that we haven't heard from in a while. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm grateful uh, to have not heard from him. His name is Scott the Bigot, and he is just a despicable man with despicable ideas. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, um, Scott is is a bigot, and and he, as you mentioned before the commercial break, he's he's actually quite proud of it. And I, and I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's a self-described bigot. Um, yes, but he wasn't totally wrong. And, and in fact, let me say it the right way. I, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm operating on not very much sleep. So I don't want to make a fool out of myself here. So I want to say this the right way. He's almost right in one of the things that he says. What's that? And uh, and it's one of the things that you you kind of busted his chops about. Uh, I think. Um, and uh, he would call his one of his frequent statements is that he calls the U.S. government the Zionist occupied government. And and that isn't that yeah that's not exactly right but it's not that wrong because Zionism is just the belief that, that particular piece of land belongs to the Jewish Jewish people no matter what and um, and it is true that there are uh, our government is just absolutely filling to the brim or I shouldn't say our government the government the U.S. government is filled filled to the brim. With Zionist Barack Obama is a Zionist. George W. Bush was far more of a Zionist. Michelle Bachman is a self-described Zionist. Um, I mean, there's Zionists all throughout the government, and that's not a racist thing. I mean, a Zionist will tell you he's a Zionist. It's not not a bigoted. Uh, well, most of them won't use the term. I, I'm not familiar with most people using the terminology Zionist to describe themselves in that particular way. They'll just say that you, that Israel is a is an important U, U.S. ally and needs to be supported uh, or something like that. Right, politicians. Yeah, politicians, politicians will say. Well, usually, when people throw that word around, it's like a red alert. Well, you've got yourself yeah. a bigot, right? I mean, it, it is. Right. You've got to you got to be very careful when people start using the term Zionist. And I agree with if you if you use the narrow definition of what a Zionist is, um, then you know, fine and dandy. I, I'm 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 with you and I'm agreeing with you. But you know, if you talk to Scott the bigot, he did advocate taking the Jews and putting them on uh, on uh, Madagascar. Madagascar. Yeah, and yeah. so you've got you've got people. That that, like me, that don't believe the United States should be sending foreign aid to any country, Israel included. But, I mean, I'm not singling out Israel. I'm only saying of the 200-plus nations in the world, none of them deserve U.S. tax dollars, U.S. citizens' money that has been stolen from them and, and given to other uh, you know, leaders in other countries. I don't think that that's, that's fair. And then you've got somebody who's on the complete other side of the issue that wants to take all the Jews and put them in Madagascar, and that's just nutty. Or, or in ovens, right. Um and, uh, you know, and the thing is, is that the anti-Semite hammer has been used so often. And uh, Ben Stein, the uh, the TV guy, the, the Visine commercial guy, yep. famously Bueller. used it against Ron Paul on the Larry King show. Uh, and all Ron Paul said was that we didn't have any business messing around over there in the Middle East. And Ben Stein said, oh, yeah, you know, that's the same old anti-Semitic uh, arguments um, <laughs> 
that we've been hearing for all these years. Is oh, yeah. The, the there are people on the irony. other side. Of, you're right. There are people on yeah. the other side of the issue that says if you do not support the foreign policy that I support, i.e. that of Israel, you are a bigot. They'll absolutely. Right, exactly. they'll, they'll do it. They'll throw it around. And they're right. just bigots from the other side. And this is true with, when in, this is true on many issues that people will try to throw around the race card. Steve, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to Andrew, listening in Pennsylvania to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hey, Andrew. What's going on, guys? What's on your mind? Uh, I was calling about that. I was listening to you guys the other night uh, on one of your reruns about the New Jersey seat uh, texting law. Yeah, they're going to ban, they are banning, and I think it was Fort Dix, uh, New Jersey, walking and texting at the same time, or walking and using any sort of electronic device, because obviously they don't know if you're texting or playing a video game, but uh, yeah, that's that's what they're going to do. It's an $85 ticket, excuse me, they already did ban uh, that, and so they've already written, I think, well over 100 tickets uh, at this point. See, my curiosity to that is, is if I'm wearing a seatbelt while I'm walking or a safety helmet, would I still get a ticket, you know? (laughs) Because that's basically what they're saying, you know, I'm, I might as well market an eight-point harness that you can walk around in and you won't walk out into traffic. It's a dangerous world, my friend. <laughs> that you, cannot, you cannot be too safe. I, I love to giggle when people hit, hit the, the poles or fall into ponds or whatever because they're so wrapped up into their little world of texting. Well, right, and the the government people are saying they're doing this for your own good. Uh, that uh, you you need to be fined eighty five dollars every time uh, some officer sees you looking down at your uh, your hands, some electronic device in your hands as you're walking, because you just wouldn't be able to d- make rational decisions on your own. You have to be fined to teach you a lesson, because walking into a pole isn't enough of a lesson on its own. The government needs to get some money from you in order to truly teach you how to uh, behave in public. Yeah, it's, it's not a lesson. I mean, look at drunk drivers. You look at the yeah. people that get DUIs. There's people that get DUIs constantly. That's true. Uh, if you get one DUI, odds are good you're going to get another DUI. <laughs> Anything else you want to say, uh, say tonight, Andrew? Uh, and uh, a couple callers ago, there was a, a lady that was talking about the military and whether or not they fight, you know, American troops. You know, I was prior Marine, and if they told me, hey, uh, you know, go shoot down your neighbors and all this other shit. Oh, we can't let you say that. You may be listening to XM, but uh, you can't get away with that on broadcast radio, and this is a show that is on across broadcast stations. Sorry about that. Yep. I think he was going to say he wasn't going to do that, though, that he wouldn't shoot uh, his neighbors. Good. I believe that's what he was going to say, but we have to speculate now because he is uh, the S-bomb. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, it's a normal part of everyday life. Uh, it's it's hard to go through life in, in the United States uh, in a week and not hear the S-bomb. I mean, I don't right. care I don't care how rigid you are. This is, uh, um, in, in, in your beliefs or whatever, this is a word that people use. I don't use it on a regular basis, but the reason I choose not to use it on a regular basis is... You don't is want to be in practice with I it. I don't want to use it, um, accidentally use it on the air. There there are a few words that you simply cannot use on the radio, and I choose not to use them, generally. 855-450-FREE. That is the toll-free number for you to bring up whatever's on your mind. Hey, and if we get a chance coming up here uh, tonight, a male student has been suspended from his, I believe, high school for wearing a skirt. Yep, high school. We'll kind of tell you more about that if we get a chance. Skirt or a kilt. We'll take your calls here about whatever's on your mind as well. 855-450-FREE. Toll-free number 1-855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live.
Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger, gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, you should be. There's going to be hopping dance music and a giant tent full of liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay? Do you mean happy? Oh, sure, Claire. Super Gay Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Violencia. There's going to be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just $5 at flamingfreedom.com slash danceparty. Talk Live, live Saturday edition here for you to take your calls about whatever's on your mind, 855-450-FREE. You don't have to be on topic. This is Free Talk Live. You're free to call in, talk about anything you want. And we're live seven nights a week, 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com where you can enjoy the features there. And uh, those features include... Our webcam, you can watch, you can listen, and interact. The chat room is built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you can do all those things for free. Cam.freetalklive.com. If the ideas of liberty are important to you, then there's probably some liberty messages out there that you want to get out to the uh, the greater public. Well, a great way to do that is with libertystickers.com. You can do it from the back of your car. doesn't cost much. And everybody who sees it from the back of your car will know what it is that you're thinking. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings over there at LibertyStickers.com. You can check them all out. I I enjoy just going through and reading them. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. As a matter of fact, they'll make uh, custom bumper stickers for your your church, your business, your band, whatever you might have there at LibertyStickers.com. And they have uh, wholesale rates for people who have uh, retail stores or, you know, gun show booths or something like that. Where do you think we get our bumper stickers made? It's true. You want a free... Want a free bumper sticker? Get an idea of the quality of Liberty stickers? You can go to uh, Free Talk Live's website. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Get the instructions on how to get your free bumper sticker right there. Uh, LibertyStickers.com. Thanks to LibertyStickers.com. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to Jason listening in Mississippi. Jason, you're on the road listening via some app on your phone. What app are you using? Just curious. It's not an app, actually. It's just uh, on your site. I'm on a tablet. I uh, oh, cool. So I just turned it down just now. I you know have it rigged up to an amplifier that you normally use on your uh, computer. Cool, man. So what's uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, you you were talking about you know secrecy and NDAA and stuff, and uh, I'm kind of preaching the choir with you guys. But to these uh, less than genius people that called it, it's about America. And they never use it on us, and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Now here's an actual case. I'm going through it. Okay, you've got a corrupt uh, police department, crackhead desperate for money, where I used to live. Now, they're hiding behind um, a certain Mississippi code, and I've read it, uh, you know, going through the laws, uh, that was enacted, you know, to protect confidential informants. Now, what they've done to me, and I'm not the only one, I know of other cases, I'm going to take their little butts to uh, a district federal court in a lawsuit when I'm done with them. Hmm is uh, they had somebody in a tavern when I was minding my own business that I knew vaguely working as a CI that said, hey, I'm in trouble, I need a ride, could you please give me a ride? And, you know, a female, and I, I promise I'll go straight home, yada, yada. I said, okay, fine. So I'm supposedly driving her home, the whole thing's a setup, and she's the CI, and I'm not supposed to know this. Confidential informant. Yeah, and uh, they pull me over with no probable cause. You know, I haven't done any vehicular violations. And it, she bails out of the car and takes off like sea biscuit. He doesn't even care. <laughs> this is 11 o'clock at night 
in an unlit neighborhood, uh, you know, I mean, it, you know, you would never in your right mind do a single vehicle pull over in any ways like that. You know, I was supposedly, you know, until I, until I realized it just been set up, you know, looking for a house. She was like, slow down. This, this is where my house is, uh, which is all a lie. So anyways, you know, of course, they're probable cause on paper for, for doing this to me. And, and I haven't got to the best part yet is license plate lights out, which aren't true. I just had it inspected a week before when the uh, we backed it off the trailer. I bought, mm-hmm. had bought it that week. I'm driving it now. This happened three months ago. Okay. So, uh, you know, finally after this cop kept harassing me and kept trying to violate my Fourth Amendment rights and do this and get out, and I realized, you're trying to plant drugs on me. I'm out of here. Goodbye. See ya. And so I called the uh, cops in the, in the next neighborhood, which are, you know, less than half a mile away. I said, I've got a rogue cop behind me. This son of a bitch is trying to, per- sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, trying to plant drugs on me, and uh, I want some protection. So, so I had to had to beat feet to the next district, and uh, of course I got shot in the back twice with a taser, and you know, and then dragged it off to the Huska with all kinds Whoa. of miscellaneous made up charges. So wait a minute, uh, let me see if still- I can follow where you're coming from here. So you're you give a lady a ride home from a bar. She's a confidential right. informant, according to you. Right. She, uh, you get right. pulled over on some pretense, which is nonsensical, uh, which you know is BS. Right. Uh, then she books it from the car, which, by the way, anybody books from a car that gets pulled over, the cops are going to go after that person unless they're working exactly. with them. And uh, and then the cop then proceeds to interrogate you, to attempt to, did he get you out of the car? At what point did you no, leave I the car? I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't. Uh, I finally started the car and took off. How did, wait, how did you end up getting tased in the back twice? Because uh, the uh, other cops had been on phone with 9-11 the whole time, you know, the, the three-minute drive to the next neighborhood, uh, were exactly where I asked them to be out on the highway waiting for me as witnesses. Now, right. it turns out there's a law. They can't interfere with the arrest of the other, other police, but it's, it's known, you know, throughout the state, you know, that is the most corrupt police force. It's Moss Point Police Department, Mississippi. And they have the judge in their pocket, too. I'm just going through all the things. Of course, she's going to refuse to recuse herself and all that. I'm handling I lost my previous job because of the stress and had a mild heart attack because of this. Jeez. But, uh, so, so hold I on a second. So you were myself. pulled over in Moss Point, but then you ended up driving three more minutes? Yeah, three more minutes after uh, after I pulled over for him the first time. Because I realized this isn't a legitimate traffic stop. This guy's trying to put drugs on me. How did you end up? How did you end up pulling? You already pulled over once, interacted with the cop. How did you end up right. getting to drive away three minutes without him shooting you and running you off the road? Yeah, that's oh, a great tried. question. He tried. Uh, tried a uh, what do you call it? A, a pit move, but I was only going twenty miles an hour deliberately, so 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 he couldn't couldn't successfully do it. Uh, and when you know, did you drive? By the way, when did you drive away from this guy? Was it when he went back to his car to do some paperwork? The, or no, no. The third time he came back to my car, demanding uh, for a third different reason that I get out of this car. I said I'm not doing it. That I've got valid insurance. I haven't done any vehicular violations, uh, and the car is just registered. I said you have no reason to pull me out of my car. I don't trust you, so I'm not doing it. I said either write a ticket or go away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well. Now, I didn't realize it at the time because you only have three-year licenses. My license had expired 11 days earlier on my birthday or whatever. But that's That was $20 through the mail to fix the next day after I found out about okay. it. That's a, I'm used to five-year licenses. So that, he comes back a, up. You tell him you don't trust him, and then you just, what, drive away? Yep, because uh, wow. he tried to bust out, bust out my rear window. And he was trying to plant drugs on me because they, 
they've done that to other people. They also had to pay a $300,000 lawsuit uh, three years ago. What do you think the point of this of planting the CI was? It's because they're desperate for money. They, they, they can't get enough people to, for vehicular violations, so they have to create the crime. But was she trying to buy drugs from you or something like that? I mean, what? What? I don't no, understand she, why they would need to put on, it. She was on the hook for, uh, for for something from them, and promises have been made that she may get a part of the money. I found out later too because I I subpoenaed the bar owner. They get a piece of the action too. The the uh, the handler. I haven't got to the best part. The handler. I have the phone records because the, the 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 woman used my phone for a minute and called the handler. It was the police chief of Moss Point. PD who was in the bar at the time. They all split up the divvy, and then they hide behind this clause of secrecy that, uh, oh, the, you know, they, they, they stand there and lie to your face, uh, you know, because there's this code that allows them to do that until you take them to appellate court. Then they have to reveal it. But they know nine out of ten people are going to be They're so going to take the plea deal. Scared. Oh, yeah. They're going to take yeah. the plea deal. It's more than nine out of ten. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it's probably uh, like 95 out of 100. Which, uh, so wait, did I'm, you get I'm to the best part yet? Time. Well, the best part is uh, I'm I'm taking them to district court in federal district court uh, for fraud and and uh, uh, for doing this. You know that's a racket. But they Absolutely. they did this to a whole lot of other people too. It's not just me. But uh, you're probably the I only know. one who's who's going this far with it. Well, I don't have a choice because I don't have the seven thousand dollar usury to pay them off. So I'm doing it. You know, because a DUI is treated like a felony. I own Title Three weapons. They gave you a DUI that night? They tried. Yeah, yeah that's a crazy DUI. story. Of course, I had no breathalyzer, or no, no offer for field sobriety test. You know yeah, what? You, you'd probably be amused if you looked up uh, our friends Pete Nadamo from Motorhome Diaries. Look up, uh, search Motorhome Diaries, Jones County, and uh, you'll find it. some. You'll, I read yeah, it. There's yeah. some, there's they, some they, crazy they, they, corruption they, they, down there. They, Jason, they thanks tried. for the... I read it two days ago. I, that's how I got some of the code and where to look it up. Jason, for. thanks. I'm glad that helped. Keep us in the loop. Let us know what happens with your uh, trial. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. More coming up. Bardo Fest is a camping gathering at Bardo Farm, an off-the-grid, eco-friendly farm in Croydon, New Hampshire. Attendees will enjoy live music performances, sustainability workshops, comedy, firearms education, terrific farm-raised food, vendors, and camping under the stars. Treat yourself and relax at Bardo Fest, May 25th through the 28th. A full festival pass, including camping, is just $50. Go to bardoproject.com. B-A-R-D-O project.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but maybe enough time for you and your thoughts here. If you get them in now at 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. And we invite you to our website, of course, at freetalklive.com. If you like the fact that we give you the website for free, then perhaps you would like to support the show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Amp.freetalklive.com is where you can go to get signed up. You can use any major credit card through PayPal, or you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. And it's 3 bucks a month. Now, that's the price of a hamburger, a cup of coffee. I mean, this is not a whole lot of money. But for us, it makes a big difference, because when a bunch of people send in 3 bucks a month, it adds up. And we can take that money and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So if that's worth it to you, maybe you want to get some perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only 
uh, podcast, which doesn't have the regular commercials the podcast, uh, the regular podcast does. You can also uh, get on board with the AMP only forum and more. Go and get uh, the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's AMP, as in advertise, market, and promote. Amp.freetalklive.com. Right now, uh, there are a couple of fr- friends of the show who are currently behind bars. And in fact, Mark, I don't know if you heard this, but our Wednesday night co-host, Nemi, she was arrested last night. I heard that, yeah. Uh, she was pulled over for driving while suspended, as I understand it, and uh, was taken to jail, bailed out. So she doesn't have to sit in jail for the entire weekend, but that's likely going to have to go to a trial at some point. And these guys up here, you know, New Hampshire may be the so-called free state. Well, there's a lot to do to make it the free state, so we're not quite there yet. It may be the freest of all the 50 states at this point, but that doesn't mean there aren't tremendous problems here, that there aren't incredibly draconian policies and rules. And one of those uh, draconian policies is the idea that if you are driving without government permission, not driving drunk, just driving, that you should somehow go and sit in a jail cell for a year. That's what... I don't know. I don't think that's what she's facing because I don't think she's a habitual offender yet. But if you do it more than three, if you do it three times, you drive while suspended three times, one year in prison. And basically, this is a uh, this happens to people that are you know not making that much money. And uh, we we happen to know uh, Nimi, and you know I'm not going to say that she's not rolling in the dough by any stretch of the imagination. No, she so, lost her job recently. So I mean, you know, a rich man gets a ticket. Well, he can pay it off. A poor right. person gets a ticket. They may not be able to pay it off. They get a suspended license and, you know, have to deal with whatever. And I haven't heard her story. I'm interested in hearing what her story is. But uh, I know she wasn't driving drunk. She was just driving. And uh, when I was in the jail uh, locally, I met uh, there was a guy in there that was there for a year, more than a year, for driving while suspended. He was driving to work. Guys that were brought in for DUI. One of them got three days, the other 20 days. Right. So the real crime is three putting, days for DUI, right. a year for driving on a suspended going exactly. to work. The, you know, you tell me what the problem is. Seems to me that real the real crime is not doing what the government tells you to. Oh, it's no big deal. You go ahead and drive drunk, put people in danger, 20 days. But if you're driving to work without government permission, year. And Bo, Bo Davis is on the line. He knows this because he's sitting in the same cell block that I was in for a couple of months last year. He's there with our friend uh, Derek Jay, who's uh, in jail for a bunch of nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with the victim. And Bo, you were put in there for 30 days uh, because, well, you didn't victimize anybody either. They allege that uh, you sold uh, some flowers. Um, yeah, actually, uh, um, I, I just possessed it. Uh, that's, that's what it all came down to in the last uh, court hearing. But... Um, yeah, uh, the whole thing with Nemi, that's news to both Eric and I. Um, I, I hope she uh, didn't have too rough an encounter. But. By the way, you, you called on the wrong jail phone because it sounds like absolute garbage at this point. I don't know if you can jiggle the wire or something like that and <laughs> fix it. Uh, working on it. Well, anyway, Is go ahead. Better? Should, yeah, actually, it's a little better. Anyway, go ahead. With Stand it. like that. One leg. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what's so, on your uh, mind tonight, Bo? Well, yeah, I, um, I, I've been thinking um, I, when I get a, when I'm done with all my incarceration and everything, I'd like to get back to work um, in my field, uh, which is media production and stuff like that. And well, so, actually, you're, uh, you're actually under contract right now. Uh, you were right before you went to jail. You were working on uh, what, it, what I think is an exciting project. i got to turn you down just a little bit here, so please bear with me. We're going to keep you on the line. Just got to pot it down a little bit. Um, 
Anyway, the project you were working on was Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, which is a documentary that uh, we just Derek has been so prolific of an activist, like an out front, you know, kind of uh, publicly visible activist personality. That there's just so much video that has been uh, concocted over the last uh, year of his uh, being here in Keene and being an activist here as part of the Free State Project uh, over at FreeKeene.com. You can see a lot of that video, but there's just so much video. We, you know, you and Derek and I, we were talking about this. What can we do? Well. The idea came up about doing a documentary, calling it Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. And right before you got put in on uh, your sentence, I would say the video was what? Probably about 80% complete? Just about, yeah. Yeah, so uh, by the, so when you get out, first thing you're going to do is, is wrap up uh, the loose ends on that video. I'm so excited to be able to present it to uh, to our listening audience and everybody else out there because I think it's you've done a great job. We watched a rough cut of it uh, before you went into jail, and I think it's really exciting. We have the website up. It's victimlesscrimespree.com, so people can like it on Facebook, and you can sign up for emails, and we'll let you know as soon as the, the trailer hits and as soon as you know the, the video itself is available, which, by the way, it'll be distributed completely free uh, for anybody that wants to download and, and watch it. So I, I think it's a really exciting project, but that's not, you know, you just brought, I brought that up to give an example of one of the things I know you were doing, but you wanted to get involved in doing some music videos too, right? Uh, yeah, actually what I'd like to do is um, uh, kind of put the word out there that I'd like to find uh, some anarchy, uh, peaceful um, uh, music, you know, artists and, and musicians out there that have written lyrics about whether it's complete liberty, anarchy, um, uh, screw tax man, whatever it happens to be, civil disobedience. Um, if you have lyrics like that, I'd like to uh, showcase them and, and maybe make some music videos and, and get them out there competing uh, with kind of the, the trash that's out in the market. So how if people have this stuff, if they've got some lyrics that they... So do you want music too? Like you want lyrics and music or you just want lyrics? What exactly are you looking for? Um, if, if you've got... Uh, pieces if you if you have a like a finished song um i'd like to go ahead and, and just and if, and if it's great and if it's something you're confident with uh, uh confident in and i'd like to go ahead and, and produce it you know um as long as it has to do with peace or, or self-ownership now are you doing this uh, as an activist project or as a business arrangement uh it, it can be either i mean like um if, if we look at it and we say this is golden um you know and like i say well uh i've got some ideas and would like to to do with this, uh, we can make it real big. Um, I'd like to try and you know uh, keep keep the ball rolling and keep, keep being able to produce more in the future. So a business sort of thing would be nice. But so if people have something they want to they want to pitch to you. Uh, what? How could they get in touch with you? Obviously, you're not going to be able to respond to emails for another 20 days or so. Right. Um, actually, uh, free the agora. F R E E T H E A G O R A at gmail dot com. What is that, Mark? Um, free what? Free the Agora, A-G-O-R-A. Agora means marketplace, open, uh, open, free marketplace. Free the Agora at gmail.com. That's correct. So uh, that's where people can reach out to you if they've got some music that they would like to be made into a video. I mean, you're a pretty affordable guy as far as uh, your rates are concerned. Uh, and since this is you know sort of an activisty sort of slash business project, I would imagine it's not going to cost somebody an arm and a leg to uh, produce a video from this. That's right. And, and uh, also, um, if you do just have lyrics, um, I, I know plenty of talented musicians who are, who are itching to do something either with their guitar or their voice, uh, female and male uh, um, talent. So uh, please feel free to send that stuff, too. Um, I'm not going to steal your stuff. Uh, please just let me know your name and everything, and I'll go ahead and, and 
alongside it, along with it. Bo, maybe what we can do is, uh, when you get out, have you back in here in the studio, and that way it doesn't sound like garbage. Like, this jail phone has been terrible. Uh, but uh, maybe we can have you in here and talk more about some of your projects and talk about the victimless crime spree when it gets closer to its actual release date, which I'm hoping uh, it's going to... It sounds like... When, when's your uh, release date going to be, by the way? Uh, May, May 30th, um, and I hope to... The first thing I'm going to do is cut a trailer and then put that out there so Great. everybody can see what's to be expected. Yeah. Um, and That'll then, help get uh, the buzz going a little bit more, too. We've already got a, um, almost, I think, 200 likes on Facebook at victimlesscrimespree.com, uh, but we don't even have a trailer yet, just some still photos uh, that I've put up there, so it'll be really great to have a trailer. And then I think you said we are going to have it wrapped up by uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival for sure, right? That's correct, yeah. Um, hopefully sooner, and, and uh, basically what's going to happen, uh, you know, we'll be airing, hopefully airing it for Porkfest. That's I've been talking with Jason Osborne from uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and he is the organizer of the event. I've uh, I've put in the request. I mean, they already have a bunch of movies that are going to be premiering, including State of Liberty, which is a documentary focusing on the Free State Project. I know they're going to be premiering their film there, and I think they're not the only one. I think I don't. Is Silver Circle doing it too, Mark? Do you know? I know they've got parts coming. Okay, so we're probably going to have some features from Silver Circle movie as well. So I'm hoping we can slip our film in. Uh, that's still being worked on, but I imagine we'll figure out a way to make it happen at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. But either way, we're going to uh, premiere it on YouTube. It's going to be available via torrent. And I'm trying to talk to uh, Netflix about it. They're apparently not accepting new movies at the moment, uh, but maybe Hulu. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's definitely going to be online. It's definitely going to be free uh, to you to watch. And Bo, uh, thanks. I hope you're all right in there. It sounds like you're doing well, as well as can be. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks for the call. And next time you call or Derek calls, don't use that phone. Try to try a different one in the cell block. We'll see you guys, uh, those of you listening, tomorrow night, freetalklive.com. The liberty movement is bursting at the seams with women from all walks of life who are courageously dedicating their time and energy in the pursuit of a freer society. Every day, the message is spread by this small but growing demographic. This year, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival... The creators of Silver Circle will be giving away the first-ever Zoe Taylor Award. Zoe Taylor is the lead female rebel in the upcoming animated film Silver Circle, whose dedication to destroying the Federal Reserve makes her a positive female role model. Nominate who you think deserves the Zoe Taylor Award today by sending an email with the name and a 300-word minimum essay of why you think this person deserves the Zoe Taylor Award to award at silvercirclemovie.com. The deadline for nominations is June 1st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Visit silvercirclemovie.com for more details.